Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody, and welcome to this week's interview from High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from PursuesGrowRoom.com. This week's interview is with some guys called North Gorillas, and you'll find them on Instagram.com slash North Gorillas. And these are gorilla growers from the UK, from the north of the UK specifically. And every year, these guys go out, find nice spots to grow their plants in, grow a nice amount of plants. And I thought it would be good to get these guys on the show so they can tell you what their experiences are and how you can go about setting up your own gorilla grow if you wanted to. So loads of cool information in this interview. If you need any help at all, you can head over to their Instagram page and ask them questions. They also have a YouTube page. So go and check them out and you'll be able to go find a spot for you to grow your own plants in uh, while away from home. So they're just in a random place and there's very little risk of you being caught with them. So it reduces the risk and can still harvest you a decent amount of cannabis if everything goes well. So anyway, lots of cool information here. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you learn something. If you need any help with anything, head over to the page for North Gorillas. Or of course, you can always come over to PersiesGrowRoom.com, sign up to the forum and ask for help there if you need any. But for now, here's the interview. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. Smoke a fat one and enjoy this conversation we had with the North Gorillas. Hope you enjoy. See you in a bit. Hey. Yo, what's up, man? We can hear you. Hey, oh, can you man. hear us, yeah? Yeah, yeah. What do we call you? North Gorillas? North Gorillas? Yeah, just... We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll call one up. North and the other Gorilla. That'll work. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> what are you saying, lads? You're good? They're yeah, man. Good. All good, mate. Thanks for joining us, man. No, you're like, sorry. We had a bit of technical difficulties. That happens. It happens. But we get them all the time as well. Don't worry about it. Yeah, mate. we're not used to Zoom and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you, man. <laughs> So how's it? You've been busy with the gorilla season coming up. But yeah, we've just been finding a spot, uh, just keeping an eye on them, really, until, until everything's good to go, just making sure they're safe and stuff. Nice. Like that, uh, making sure that there's no one about and, yeah, everything's good. So, what yeah. do you do to do that shit? What, what would you recommend? Because there's lots of our listeners who are going to be looking for their gorilla spots because yeah. the, the, the time of year is coming. What kind of techniques do you use to make sure that a spot is safe? Uh, well, we've got a drone. Sometimes like that comes in handy just to send it up and just scout about. Um, nice. Because that means we don't have to go anywhere then. Do you know mm. what I mean? We can mm-hmm. just sit in car or sit walk. Yeah, saves a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. And then when we find a, a place that looks half decent, we'll just uh, we'll we'll think, yeah, we'll take a trek down there and figure it out. So yeah, really, that's about that's that's the easiest way, should I say? Mm-hmm. Um, and then rest of it's just. Just getting out there. There's literally no other way. Google Maps can help you, but mm-hmm. yeah, just getting straight out there on on your feet. So yeah, basically, yeah, we've just been getting out there. We've just been, um, you know, we've just been finding spots. But um, yeah, we've actually got a YouTube video as well on spot hunting. Um, oh, cool! You know, just, need to see. Um, yeah, it was more. You know what it was like? Like for us, it was just um, like a spur of the moment thing. Like here. Yeah, like, let's do a video on this and see if, you know, people are actually interested. Mm. And it's actually took off, to be fair. So it's been quite an unexpected um, 
yeah we're very That's unexpected good. well when did you make the video like last year no nah, like a month ago bro oh cool cool yeah. you, but you, you've been around for a while though haven't you? you you've been on instagram for like a year or something yeah we, yeah we've been around for like a year um cool. but yeah man just, you know just yeah we're just cracking on with season like the plants are underway as well nice um, over the last week or so that's when we've actually started to put them outdoors and you know um like you know kind of wean them into the sunlight so to speak so mm. not just you know because it can have a bit of um it can have a bad effect on the plants if you just go from a seedling you know, being under a little light straight straight to a full day of sunlight mm-hmm. it can cause some bad. So, so yeah. you like to get your plants started indoors before you take them out to the, the spot you found? Yeah, preferably. Yeah. Just so you've got a bit of a head start then on the season. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so you're kind of ahead of schedule then. And what, you were only with autos or photos? We only do photos. Us. We, right. um, we spend... What about 300 quid last year on auto flowers? We thought, yeah, we'll specify auto flowers this year and see how it goes. Because you no, know, people have told us a lot of good stuff about auto flowers, mm-hmm. so I thought, yeah, we'll grab a load. Um, yeah, they didn't turn out to be, um, like nowhere near the outcome of the photo period. And right. I think if you've started growing auto flowers from the start, you don't know no different. But mm-hmm. when you're going from growing photo periods and growing big, massive. You know, yeah, photos are going to be massive compared to autos because of the full season, the amount yeah, of exactly. veg they get compared to an auto. Yeah, exactly, man. So, yeah, yeah, just be, you know, cracking on with them, um, giving them a bit of feed, giving them some sunlight. Um, yeah, because you see, us boys, we're only growing cocoa, you see. Right. So, okay. Like, we have to feed from, you know, from start of life pretty much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it just makes it easier, really. But yeah. cocoa is better for outdoors. What we've just found just at the start of the season and, you know, the back end of the season, I feel mm. like when it starts to get cooler, the soil can be sat soggy for days, whereas right. cocoa, it dries up quicker. So there's a more exchange of nutrients now and then and, you know, just keeps everything fresh in there. So you even grow cocoa outdoors? Outdoor, yeah. man. Yeah. Right, so, well, so you're planting in the pots and letting the, uh, letting yeah, the plants the grow in pots the whole time? Only pots grow, yeah. So that does that mean you have to tend those plants every day as a gorilla grow? Well, this is why we kind of have to go a little step up with the, um, you know, the pot sizes, mm. just so we're not there every day. But you do find, like for us, it's worth it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's worth like being there every other day to attend them than, you know, just banging them in the floor and you're not going back for two months. Because mm-hmm. you can go back to all kinds of unhealthy plants. Because over here, there's only certain spots where the soil's nice and rich, you see. Mm-hmm. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, you, like you're putting all this time and effort in, like we're talking like six, seven months worth of season. Yeah, yeah, man. And just for that shit to, you know, um, like plants not to gain everything that they need out of the soil, mm-hmm. it's not worth it when you can just give it the soil. Like we're already limited to what we can control. Like we mm-hmm. can't control the light, we can't control the environment can't control the rain, you know, all that stuff. But mm-hmm. we can, yeah, you know, we can control the roots. So for us, it's a bit of a no-brainer, like taking control of the roots, man. Yeah. Okay. That, that's a different approach. I've never heard anybody take it like that. But uh, mm. let me ask you then, how do you, uh, 
avoid suspicion when you have to go back into the same spot every other day for three months? Well, you see, this spot, we've actually got a local water source. So nice. the only thing that we need it, and we know for the fact it's clean because there's plenty of fish in there and it's always flowing and it's fresh uh, off the back of a big, big canal. So mm -hmm. this spot, guys, is a feature, I'm telling you. Sweet. So You've grown in that same spot before? No, this is first time. Like we've never, we've never managed to keep a spot for more than a season. You see, whether mm. it be builders, what compromise it? Because we're near cities. You see, we mm -hmm. live. Like, well, isn't in the UK, mate. We're all fucking by the cities, either in one or next Spanish. one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Is it? I nice. don't know. I don't know what Americans term, but it's like we're just out of a city, so we're like on a border of a city. If that makes sense, I don't know what you call it in America, but the suburbs, it suburbs, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. suburb. Yeah, yeah. So for us, it's it's a bit hard, but it's like everywhere in the UK, everywhere is packed in it. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. So but is yeah. the spot is the spot that you're all using? Is it a spot that's in the video? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the recent yeah. the recent videos we've been doing. Yeah, that's that's yeah, the yeah. spot okay. there. I'm watching the video. I see your water source. Is that a roadway I'm seeing back there in the distance across that field? The roadway, yeah, that's about probably seven, eight hundred meters back okay. over over a field. Right. Um, we've got like a border of trees blocking mm -hmm. that that way. So there's mm -hmm. like for where our spot is, it's probably what 100, 150 meters, and then there's okay. like a row of bushes and trees. Then there's like seven eight hundred meters worth of fields and stuff before you get to the road um, yeah, some, something was asked telling me that i would need to be like a, a mile or two away from any road or something like hey, that, 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 that yeah that, you got no chance in the uk bro yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm here that, i'm here to know, learn man you know what it is though our 2020 season that spot there were literally by side of a road in a mm. woodblock where nobody went, like it was just an abandoned woodblock. Yeah, yeah. just a random one. Were, like, mm. inside, like, so many people used to walk past there, but not one person would go in there. But for us, other than having to trek 45 minutes away from Cityland, we're not finding any other spots. Do you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? This is why it's so hard. And Yeah, this is what I'm finding difficult right now, man. I want to try and find some nice spots, but I'm just not finding any. Yeah, first, man, it's hard. You've got to travel, man. You have to travel. And <laughs> first thing to do, though, man, jump on Google Earth, man. First of all, jump on Google Earth. Yeah. Have a look. See if there's any like little, you know, little shady wood blocks around. And just yeah, just go down there and have a check it out. Innit? Try and find as well if you can get a route. Try and find like one uh, more than like one way into that mm -hmm. specific route. Yeah. Mm. Limit your chances because if someone does come down one way, at least you know you've got a backup spot just to fly out of the other side. Yeah. You know I mean? so it makes it a bit safer for yourself. And as well, boys, like, this is another reason why us boys, um, we only grow in plant pots too. Because mm. if you know, like we've been in a situation before where like we've added to need, um, we've needed to move plants early in the season and if um, they were in the floor from early in season they mm -hmm. wouldn't have got moved nowhere and they would have got found so it's kind of a blessing sometimes you know so you've been doing this for a while then how many years you've been uh, planting outdoors three years yeah yeah three, three years was that mm. yeah three years yeah probably about year year before covid happened right. we started doing it and then obviously covid where obviously it was pretty bad what happened but it sort of worked out because mm. we could Light at spot and plus it got us out of the house for a couple of hours you know what i mean so yeah, yeah. It, 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 it was quite good um, i had a broken leg as well and i was limping around <laughs> the I, was, I was getting into 
I was getting in and out of spot with crutches and all mm. sorts, man. It's fucking it's quiet, quiet. Yeah. But yeah, it's determination, you... isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah that's it. Sure is, man. It's the passion, like that's what you got to have for this, man. It's the passion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's know? not easy for sure. It's it's no, not it's, it's not. not easy. Mm. It's not easy, especially when it can all go down draining, like one watering, or if I, you know, that one person happens to, you know, be a bit nosier than everybody else, like. Yeah, I mean, know, for us, we, we always think about if we've ventured somewhere, then it's a possibility someone else is going to mm, go there. Mm. Well, like, we trample through some shit, bro, to get to our spots. <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah, what you, you have, have to. to do. Because mm -hmm. the less likely it is for people to go where you've just gone through, yeah, then oh. the more likely it is that it's going to be a successful season. You know, mm -hmm. you know. Always, um, when, you, when you find a potential spot, always do like a walk around check. Uh, you know, like a perimeter check, just so basically you know your surroundings. So if someone does come, you can mm. just be like, oh, I know exactly where I'm going. Instead of just sticking to that yeah. same little spot where your plants are. Uh -huh. That's it, because yeah. they, you know, because they haven't got a clue because they've never been there before. You know, mm -hmm. you've been scoping that place for a while. You've been chilling there for a bit, making sure everything's all right, seeing where police helicopters flying and whatnot. And, you know. It's different times of day to see where suns drops and all that kind of stuff. Damn, this shit you have to go through to grow a simple plant, man. What the fuck? It is, it's, it's mad, crazy. isn't it? It's mad. crazy, but you know what it is, bro? Like, the returns off these plants, what you can get, man, you could be smoking for years, bro. Yeah. For free. Like, mm -hmm. and I, yeah, and for I'm sure. And I'm talking nice, nice quality, bro. Like, all you need is a decent summer, you know? Mm -hmm. A decent summer, mate. Some nice nutrients, you know? And put some love in, man. Put some love in. Need mm. to grow these plants with love. So what kind of yield do you get off one of your plants? They must be fucking huge. How do you get them out of there when oh, it's what? done? Bro, any, anywhere from an ounce to, yeah, like, fucking 10, 20 ounce, bro. Literally. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's mad. But like I say, it's weather dependent. It yeah. depends mm -hmm. weather to us. If we get a bit of a crap summer, then it, it, it's one of them. You're only looking at your top buds that are really worth worth doing it. Rest of it, you might as well like make into RSO or yeah. turn into hash or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, that that plays probably one of the main parts in it all, really. It's, 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 you yeah, it's, and it's always temperamental here in the UK as well. You can never be guaranteed that good summer. That's it, mate. That's yeah, it. yeah. Like in 2020, mate, we were literally we were chopping for like four weekends, yeah. And I'm talking Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah. Late nights and shit. We were yeah. cropping for we needed some man to help us, but you know what it's like with this game. You don't want to yeah, bring yeah. nobody in, man. Like you know, that one person can fucking crush it all, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fingers ring. Fucking funny times, though, man. So when the, when the harvest is done, like, as you say, some of these plants, 10, 20 ounce, there's some fucking a large amount of cannabis you have to move out of the spot. How do you do that without getting caught or seen? It's, it's literally, man. Just, just got to take the back route, mate. Yeah, listen, there were one time, right, 2020, yeah, we had a box full of weed in boot at car, yeah. This is middle, um, back end of lockdown as well. Mm. We jumped in car, we had a fucking car stunk, yeah. Mm. Us boys was fucking all ballied up, had tools in car and everything, yeah. <laughs> fucking top at road, yeah. Police are only doing speed checks on side at road. and I Oh, no. Our asses was nipping, man, I swear. Damn. Fresh, 
like fresh chopped as well, man. Stone. Fucking hell, for a second you couldn't smell the weed, you know? No, <laughs> literally. Oh, no shit, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> couldn't have looked any better if we tried. No. Fucking hell. You could always go with the argument of like, I've just found this though, officer. Yeah, I just found yeah, it. That's, see, that's one of the beauties of doing it outside as well. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. but I've just stumbled across it. You know, yeah. it's not even mine. You know, I'm taking it to the police station right now. I'm glad you pulled me over. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, literally. It we parked be. the car. We came back, and all of this was in there. Officer, <laughs> thank you, thank you. This this cannabis plant was about to kill me. I could feel the psychosis setting in. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Shit, God. man. What's um, what's it like in America for doing it? Because obviously we, we obviously over here we're it's quite it's a totally different climate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's, well, what's I mean, America depends, like? Depends on where you are in America. I mean, we got climates here, everything from almost tropical to probably pretty close to what you've got there. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. in the deep south, and the only time I've ever attempted gorilla growing was back in university, and yeah. Uh, and of course, I didn't know anything at back at the time. And I planted in, I planted in October. I did get some flour. There wasn't very much, but uh, I learned a few things, you know. Mm. That, well, that, that's it. I think your first try to anybody as well, your first tr- time you even try and do it, I think that's just the straight learning process the first time. Mm-hmm. Whatever you get from it is just profit, then I think. Yeah, yeah, this man. was just bag seed. So, you know, it's one of those deals that oh, how hard can this be? I'll put the seed in the ground and I'll get some free weed. Well, that's it. <laughs> if, it's, if it smells clean, then why not? That's it. Right. But it's, you've, got to, you've got to try this shit, it? especially when you're in illegal places and you've got no other choice. You can't grow indoors. You know, you can't grow in your back garden. Some people have nah. have only, only the option to go and find a place to fucking plant shit and, and hope for the best. So and you have to plant a lot of plants yeah. as well, isn't it? So, just, just in case some shit gets found. So mm, do, do you yeah. have like multiple spots with multiple well, plants in? What's the score? This is what we're trying to promote to people, in it. Like try and get at least a backup spot. Like having three spots is better still, mm-hmm. you know. But just having that one, that one main spot where you've got majority of your stuff, and then you have your backups and that, just in case that that main spot goes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, like last year, all those plants were in one spot, man, and it got bust by police for a week from end. Oh, so. lame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you jump on his Instagram, man, you'll see a picture on there, man. The feds left us a fucking note, man, wow. saying, You're a UK guy, you'll know, right? The police left a note saying, Dear drug dealers, ring um, 101. Ring 101 to get them back and a smiley face. And we were like, You dickhead. What a fucking load of cunts, man. Just trust, man. <laughs> well, it's, do you know what it was? Yeah. You were a misspelling on there as well, man. <laughs> Yeah, the quote unquote uh-huh. drug dealers even found you know, misspelling. And how unfair that, is that? How unfair <laughs> is it to assume just because they're growing plants that they're drug dealers? Not that they're going to use That's it for their own personal actually. use for exactly. fucking medicine yeah. that they need, that they're going to go out and sell drugs to somebody. It's fucking ridiculous, man. Should be yeah, ashamed of themselves. There were only 10 plants as well, boys. It's, oh, you know, it's not a that drug dealer. That could have been between four people, you know, and that's their. That's their yearly smoke. That's not no drug dealing business. So proud. You know? So proud. They're all there oh, down yeah. the fucking station afterwards. Like, yay. Look at all the characters. But that spot were fucking hard to get into. And we know for a fact at least one of them got injured. So, <laughs> you know, it kind of makes us feel better about it. You know what it was, though, with that one? That where we, we found a spot, right? Um, that's the spot that got 
rumbled bike builders. So we had to move them from this spot to another spot. So it was yeah. like spot B. And then spot B got compromised. We were like, oh, for fuck's sake. So, so how are you moving them? <clears throat> just in, in car, throwing them in car. Right. Or just by, this point, by this point, like the tallest plant were only like a foot tall, but right. they were already repotted into 25 litre pots. So they were heavy fuckers. Uh-huh. You know, they were. And when you're traveling like 15 plants, 20 plants, man, it, <laughs> it was a hard do, but you do what you got to oh, do. Okay, yeah, for sure, man. Do what you got to do, yeah. innit? Yeah, yeah, we were flying past Stomp Motorway. What we found, we, we looked over and we distance, we found this spot C where they, they got caught. Hmm. Um, so that basically spot C were just as, it was just a rush job, rush getting oh, there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it was bad. Bastards, um, man. So that spot, spot C wasn't really ideal, but we just worked with it. And, we mm. had no choice, basically. Mm. We didn't have, they were already like a foot tall. They were about to get found yeah. and we had nowhere else to put them. So we just had to quickly find a backup spot. What we didn't even know about, you know, we were yeah. taking plants there before we'd even been there ourselves. Part and parcel of doing it outdoors, I suppose. Yeah, man. So what made you think they were just about to get caught? Well, you were builders, wasn't it? We were at right. spot. We were at spot, you know, doing as normal check. This is last year, so there were all auto flowers at this point. Right. I think we had about 15 auto flowers on go. Um, basically, just doing as as, um, as every other day checkup. And we've turned up and there's all builders and that kicking around on diggers and fucking bulldozers <laughs> outside on main road. So we're like, what the fuck's going on? And we've seen that they were all taking farm track up out back and all started building. Yeah, so we were like, right, fucking hell, like these are getting too close and shit now. Like we need mm. to, we need to move. And then all of a sudden, mate, we jumped over this little beck what were there and we've seen two builders walking directly next to the spot through the wood box. So we were like, right, these are getting moved tonight. So we moved them that same night. So, so, so then we took them to the backup. Um, but we just like quickly, like chucked together, chucked them in there. Next thing, fucking someone seen us going in there and spun the car around. And, you know, when you see two lads walking into some bushes, and you're looking down a ginnel, and all of a sudden these lads have completely disappeared. You know you're not tripping. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they stopped. I think they even pulled over and jumped out of the car and were like looking through a fence and that. Like where the fuck have they just gone? So then we were like, fuck sake. So that one's fucked as well. And that was, I think that was the same day that we took them plants. So we just moved them all out of the car. That night, that night, it was that night, that night, same night. Yeah. So then obviously randomly just like took them to some next spot where we'd never even walked in there before and just yeah we clocked it off motorway and just fucking chucked them in there shit and then it got found by police like four <laughs> weeks later jeez yeah, it's bad it's what, it, what it is that's it you gotta do what curse you of the auto flowers huh mm. yeah maybe yeah. that's what it is because the autos man no, stick with the photos you do all right with them no, yeah, but we knew that the auto flowers, right, weren't doing justice because they've been growing for like a month and they're mm. like six inch tall. And we're like, what the fuck's going on here? Like, mm-hmm. you know, they hadn't had mass amounts of stress or no, they were just, they were perfectly fine. And then we thought, right, so I think it's about, say, say back end of May now, we're like, shit, we better start getting some photo periods out, mate, because we're going to end up with fuck all here. Right. So we started some photo period seeds and 
they're the ones also that were took down to the spot. So the auto flowers and the photo periods all got found. Oh, fuck's sake. And the photo periods were about, they were about six foot. They were still nice. There were about 10 of them. The thing is with that though, we, we, they, were, they were quite tall, weren't they? Quite yeah. stretched because obviously we'd have to move them and mm. there were loads of messing about. We couldn't really maintain them as, as well. Like, do you know what I mean? So they were quite yeah. lanky. But yeah, what did they get to like two weeks into flower or something? And then that's when they got found. For fuck's sake, man. Yeah. You think but... the coppers are like out there specifically looking for gorilla grows or something? <laughs> I, I think they stumbled across with me. What, what about this spot, right? The the at the time we didn't know that somewhere close where the helicopter flies, it we know for a fact it copped it from where it was because we could see it basically taking up and going down. We could see it and we know for a fact that they just stumbled across it and they sent units down. And But like the thing is, it was so close because like we were there like two days before or day before, like we were there. Then two days later we went and it had been bust. So it was like they could have fucking really caught us there if they really wanted to. You know what I mean? Um, you just get your phone out, and if you hear rustling behind you, old Bill, come your phone out, dial nine nine nine. Get ready to call it, and if it's be oh officer, look convenient. Lenta, I was just yeah, about yeah. to call you guys. Yeah. That, that's the fastest response I've ever seen. <laughs> always, always uh, thinking IVs works best. If you have an IVs mm. on, mate, no one says, "Oh, you're just yeah. like, yeah, just looking about." Sounds like you're taking pictures and no that fucking hard hat on and shit. Yeah, <laughs> man, I'm clipboard. We've got a couple of GoPros and that now, so we tend to take them out. So if anyone ever fucking says out, you know, it's like, listen, we're just like shooting a bit of footage on your farm field or whatever, you know, mm. or in these trees or we're shooting some rabbits or anything, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. YouTube but, channel. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, we're going to get a pair of binoculars each as well. So it's like, <laughs> bird watching. That's perfect. Nice. Yes. Fucking good idea, man. Good idea. Put him at blend. <laughs> no, I'm saying. Yeah. Do, do you, is that all you do? Is just grow outdoors and for the gorilla style? You don't grow indoors. Well, no, nah, I've like me. I've had years of experience indoor. So mm. for me, like basically everything I do indoors, I basically took to the outdoor. Mm. And I were like, you know what? People aren't really doing it like this. Like I've not seen, I've seen anybody doing this. And yeah, so we just kind of just perfected that method and just yeah, because we use cocoa, we use certain nutrients. Um, yeah, if you've heard of can of nutrients, yeah, man. that's what we roll yeah. with, man. Uh, nice. We run with a can of cocoa. We just believe it's straightforward, you know, like some mm-hmm. of these nuke lines these days, man, you can be spending best part of 100 quid and you've got 10 to 12 bottles and I just feel like you don't really need half of them. Like, yeah, they do add sure, goodness. Mate. I'm saying, like, they do add that goodness, but it's not it's not needed. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? can of A and B with some PK and you're away, yeah, mate. Can that's of Oh, my yeah, the kind of boost, that's it. Boost, yeah. no, the kind of boost yeah. a bit pricey, but the kind of boost is worth it. It's fucking quality stuff, man. Mm. Indoor yeah. and outdoor, I'm telling you, it's good stuff is that kind so of boost. I'm, I'm going to pop some beans in the next couple of days before my gorilla spot. I don't have a gorilla spot yet, but I'm fucking Bro, finding some. Fucking get out there, man, and get it found, innit? Yeah, you know what I'm you, saying? Yeah, you, you'll, find, wait, you'll find one there within, within a week or so. Mm-hmm. Even when you, where you're out and about, just off random, going to the shop or going somewhere. We're just walking the dog, innit? Yeah, yeah just, just look, mate. Look. He's a good blender as well, man, you know? Yeah. 
just get keep your eyes out and just look everywhere. I've got a dog that looks like a sniffer dog as well. So if I'm ever yeah, seen, good, we're good, like, good. he found it. Look, he's fucking this smart dog. Isn't he smart, my dog? <laughs> fa- found this these cannabis plants, officer. That's <laughs> nothing to do with me. Isn't it? Isn't it? Sniff dog. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? His parents are actually sniffer dogs that work in airports in Madrid and California. Oh, man, so, you're good to go then. Like a smart dog, man. Yeah, and he loves weed. He'd find it. He'd... <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't give it away though. No, he'd be like, "Yo, look here, bro! I found these bushes." <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Good dog. Good dog. So, so like um, in America, so if you were to find a uh, like, say, like a, a gorilla spot, so let's say somewhere, how far would you have to travel? So I'm guessing it's quite big in it, so it's not really. Ooh. You know, it all depends. I mean, uh, down south where I live, outside of the major cities, I could probably get to an unpopulated area pretty fast, five or 10 minutes. Mm. Uh, But finding an area that I would be comfortable saying that nobody else would go, that that would take me a little longer, I think. Yeah, trust. You just get that feeling, man. Like, you know, you either go to a spot and think, yeah, people definitely come here or, you go to a spot and you're like, you know what? You have a, you know, you smoke a joint and that there or whatever you're going to do. And you just sit there and think, you know what? I actually feel comfy here. I actually feel safe. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the, the more you chill there, like, but last year for us though, like getting bussed by police, it kind of put us on his toes nicely because we were getting too comfortable there. Yeah. We were yeah. chilling there yeah. for hours, smoking joints, fucking... Yeah. Even thinking about having barbecues and that down there. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a bit much, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we don't advise anyone to be doing that. Uh, don't, do not have barbecues in your gorilla spot. It's not a good plan. Man. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Come in, you might as well just start hiring burger, yeah. You might as well start hiring bouncy castles and that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to get the DJ down, some reggae on and shit. That's right. Rave! That's <laughs> <laughs> mad. But yeah, obviously, though, like for us boys as well, like investment wise, like for the season, it costs us more than it would your average, your earth grower, you know, because like we've got, say, say we've got 50 plants, bro. We mm. need 50, 20 litre pots to veg in. Yeah. And then you need 50, um, 50, 50 litre pots, you know, to flowering. And then put can of fucking cocoa in and there you got as well. Fill them with bags yeah. of soil and then you've mm. got a bunch of nutrients as well. So it can become a bit costly, but. Like for a two-man job, it's it's not so so bad. For us, like it were what we did as well one season, we tried mixing his can of uh, with his cocoa. We like uh, like black guava, it's called yeah, like you know like perlite and then black guava like your business. Mm. yeah yeah we like seventy percent cocoa, thirty percent mm. um this soil or perlite mix just mm. to keep that moisture because yeah. in peak summer, mate, we were like fucking we were watering like twice a day in that damn. Uh, so yeah, we but, found... but that but that were in like twenty five liter pots though. Yeah, they were quite small pots to be fair. We were doing a run in it to see how far that we could push in terms of the minimum pot wise, you know, mm-hmm. to finish a plant. And if you look on his Instagram again, you'll see fucking like some of the root balls, man. You can't even see the cocoa through the roots. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Like that were bad. You know, like we could tell, like compared to a plant what had finished, it were the same age as them plants, but they were finished in forty liter pots. The difference in the bud were a lot yeah. better. You could tell right. The other ones had, you know, the shoes were too small, man. You could tell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, if you, if you get that mix on with a bit of 
uh, that like um, fat mix, it just keeps that moisture in a bit more mm-hmm. from them warm days. You know, it, it just ke- helps keep it. You know what I mean? Instead of just letting them dry. Yeah. This is why it's important to have that water source close to the spot, isn't it? it oh, uh, yeah, we can't fucking wait for this <laughs> season. Have you seen, mate? We've seen. We've not put this on as Instagram or all because we. Not because we've just been dickheads. We just don't want loads of people just going and buying the share. But people might even already know about it, yeah? Mm. It's called a drill pump, yeah? And you attach it to a drill, yeah? And you put two hose pipes on either side, yeah? Mm -hmm. And it fucking sucks water out at drill speed. So, like, for us, the water source is only going to be about 50 metres away from the plants. So even still, to save us having to bucket it up and trek it across, Mm. we can just... You know, lay a hose pipe out, just lay a hose pipe and drill it up straight nice. to the top. Nice, yeah, good plan, man. You know, mm. so it's definitely going to save us a hell of a lot of work this season for sure, man. Mm. It's just like little things like that, it just saves us walking, you know, what I mean, 50 meters with loads of buckets where we could probably lay it in a bush over and over again. Yeah, well, just and that don't look dodgy, is it? Some guy walking around yeah. with fucking <laughs> with buckets, right? Fifty liter bucket of water. Shit. Not to mention the path in the woods. He's gonna go ahead and wear down there in the grass every and time he has to walk that. Break path his with fucking a leg if he falls over. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. That's it. And that's why, like them spots, like when you're having to carry your water, it's kind of a blessing having it right next to a main road, so you can just pull up in car when it's nighttime, say, or when road dies down. You yeah. can just jump out and just chuck them in bush while there's no one around, and then you can go park up and just walk back, and then you've got your water to take through forest. Mm-hmm. Which obviously, yeah, you know, it's a fuck around, but when you've got a passion and a love for this shit, and you're dying to achieve, yeah, mm-hmm. you do do it. You do do it, and you yeah, put yourself sure. in some crazy situations, man. Like, it's, do you know what it's like? Sometimes, like we've flown, I've just gone down for an hour just to check up on them. We've turned up and they're like sagging and stuff because all the mm. cocoa's bare dry and we're like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. So we've had to fly back up, mix all those big bottles up, then fly back down, then yeah. carry them down there to water them. So mission. Time. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's people kicking about, there's families mm. walking around and shit, you know. That's mm. it. But if you've got the water source close to it with a little drill, they can just literally both lay in a bush. So you'd have to walk about and just drill it water up. It's, it cuts a lot of work and a, a lot of baitness out of it. Yeah, man. It's good. So, I haven't heard of that before. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we've just stumbled Doesn't across this. Yeah. What's that, bro? <laughs> it was a bit far from the bike there. Didn't hear what you said. Sorry, man. I said this is just a bit of an exclusive tip for any of them gorillas that do tune in, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um have a look at drill pumps, man. Like, they're only cheap as well, mate. They're only, like, mm-hmm. 20 quid. But, obviously, you've got to have a drill as well to power it. But, you know, it'll fucking save you some right time, mate. I'm telling you. Okay, yeah, I, use those, I use those drill pumps to pump the waste out of my tent every day. So, I know exactly what you're talking about. They do yeah. a good job and they are cheap. Are, are they any good? Like, cause obviously, like, we've only seen them on videos. Are they any good? Yes, sir. There's two different sizes you can get. There's a, the, the standard narrow one and there's a wide one. The, they, they last pretty good. There's a, there's a difference in quality on them. Some of them don't last as long as others. You're going to have to hunt mm-hmm. around and find a good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cost, cost. But I like the wider one because it pumps faster. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll go that, with the wider yeah. one then. <laughs> nice and flowing. Yeah. Like, that's what we want. We don't want to have to be uh, there for like 15 minutes with a drill having to wait to fill up... Um, you know, like a reservoir of water, but mm-hmm. yeah, no, yeah, decent, decent. We're definitely going to get one of them for sure. It'll save us some right trips. 
Definitely. Oh, yeah. They sake, work, man. man. I need to find a spot, man. Oh. Yeah, you need to get out there, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm out there every day walking the dog and I'm like, there? No. There? No. 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 Everywhere is fucking owned by somebody or, you know, it's a park or it's a farmer's field. It's it's so hard to find a spot, man. You just got to go down them little shady lanes and stuff, bro. You know, like my advice, yeah, is drive down some shady lanes, yeah. Try and avoid, like, if you can, like, try and avoid a farmhouse or a farmland. You know, mm. like, you don't want to see, like, farmers active on there because there's going to be a time at back end of season, yeah, where all leaves and shit die on trees, but your yeah. plants are still growing, so there's nothing around <laughs> them, yeah, and you can just mm-hmm. see fucking 10-foot trees from far. Damn. So, you know... Go down some back lanes and just fucking have a look in some thorn bushes, bro, and just trek through the thorn bushes. If it mm. looks like you can't get through, that's where you need to be. You know what I mean? Mm. And just bring your binoculars with you. If somebody says something, you're bird watching, right? Yes. That's, that's, it. It. that's <laughs> it. it. But just take some gloves and just wear some shit what's going to, like, long sleeve T-shirts under mm. your jumper and that because you're... Well, obviously, yeah, you safe, don't me. get shredded up by nettles and shit. Yeah, yeah you do yeah. get shredded up bad, man. Like, I'm still picking fawns out of my back and shit now Ooh. from like months ago, man. <laughs> wow, Pick you are fawns, serious man. about finding a remote area. Yeah, bro, yeah. serious, man. Mm-hmm. Outside, and you actually, you, even if you don't get much back from it, but at least you get a bit of Percy Smurfs from it. Mm-hmm. You'll fall in love with it, man. You'll be like, sure. okay, that was sick. That I want to do that again. Once you know you can get do it, and you're like, ah, oh, yeah, better next year. Every every year you learn something new, like talking to different people. You'll always pick something up or some tips and advice. And yeah, it's a man. You'll just quickly fall in love. Yes, man. Like, mate, there were times pre-season, like where we were hunting for spots, and you know, it's. It's a long process. It's a long mm-hmm. process. Like the amount of time and the amount of miles. Like we used to get back, like we'd trek through all sorts of mud and shit and fawns and jump over crazy stuff and that to get to spots. Yeah. And you'd get there and it'd be like, nah, yes. this is a waste. And you get back to the car and it's like, fuck me, mate. We've walked four and a half mile, you know. Damn. You know, and it's like, you seriously have to put the mile in, but you got to think that one time that you're getting cut up and that and you get to the other side. And it's a fucking blessing. You could be there mm. for years, bro. Like, yeah, growing, yeah. No, growing your own medicine for years, man. Mm. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, once once you find a spot, you know, you, you stood there and you're like, yeah, yeah, I know this is it. You just get like a mad feeling. Yeah, you do. You do. But no, it's like no other, man. It's a different experience in it to growing indoors. It, it, you know, it's, it's got that, that risk as well. Every time you go out, you must get that little bit of a rush, you know, you're sneaking, yeah. sneaking. Oh, the, you jump yeah, in through the bushes. Like, especially when it's chop time and stuff and, like, you're flying about fucking... It's, like, 12 o'clock at night, bro, and, you know, <laughs> we've just been chopping and it's pissing the rain and we've got boot full of fresh-cut weed that we're about to take back and trim and it is big, so it takes is that one copper to pull out of a junction when there's no cars on road and that's it, boom. You could be getting pulled, you know. Mm. It's easy. I lost my license, bro, fucking last year, man. And I can tell you now, I won't even high, bro. I hadn't smoked for six hours before that, yeah, and pulled me over and uh, literally said to me, yeah, well, after some, like, discussion, 
after they tried to drag me out of the car and all this mad shit, yeah? I jumped in back of the car, which I shouldn't have done anyway, but I had fuck all to hide, you know what I'm saying? So I've jumped in the back of the car, he's asking me some questions, where to turn. Yeah, um, man, that's the, that's the big mistake you made, man. You just got to shut the fuck up. Just shut the it. fuck up, man, and say, listen, mm-hmm. I've done fuck all wrong, yeah? I jumped in the car, asking me questions. He says to me, do you smoke? At the time, I was a cigarette smoker, yeah? I had mm-hmm. tobacco in my car. I had some fucking roll-up shit in the front of my car and stuff. I was like, yeah, yeah, I smoke. Oh, well, that gives us ground to do a drug test. I was like, what? what? I was like, you serious? Yeah, they were like, yeah, and if you don't, you're getting arrested for failing to provide anyway. So I were like, fucking joking. I says, I ain't, I ain't got no to hide. I'll do it. So I did it. Obviously, I had smoked for like six hours and it still came back positive. It still came back. And so they took they your arrest- license for that? Yeah, bro. They arrested me. They took my blood. You're allowed two micrograms of THC in your system, which is equivalent to like two sips of alcohol, yeah? Like a beer. Mm-hmm. Um, they took my blood. I had, I had greater than six. I went to court. Um, they have to ban you for that offence. They banned me um, for twelve months, and I got, um, I got a two hundred pound fine. Fuckers, man! Uh, what crazy, horrible man. bastards they are! Yeah. You know, yeah. I wonder if it makes them feel brat. I wonder if they get home after work and they tell their other half, like, "Oh, you took a real bad criminal off the streets today, love." Fucking hell. Simple thing is, mate. I know it's just, just don't do it, innit? It's, it's, well, it's, that's the easiest way just to avoid that situation is just don't do it. If you know if you know you're gonna have a smoke, just don't plan on, don't plan to go out that night. I do. But, but even that though, even the next well, day, if they blood test you and you're a and you're a user every day, and even if you have been smoking before you leave the house, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're impaired, oh, yeah. especially True. if you're a medical user. No, no, you, bro, like, for the, epilepsy and shit. Them saliva tests, bro, like they can pick it up in your saliva for like they can put uh, they can pick it up in your saliva for like up to fucking 24 hours, man. But they can put you it know? out your fucking hair for like a year if you haven't had a haircut. You know, yeah. these fucking, you know, and when they pulled me over, you know, my speech was completely fine. My driving was completely fine. Your speech was... wasn't completely fine, mate, because mate. you said too much. Well, <laughs> you yeah, should have just that. been quiet, that. man, and been like, why have you pulled me over? Is there mate, a reason tried, for it? They tried pulling me out of my fucking window at the time, yeah? Like I said before, I had a broken leg, and I'd only been back driving for, like, two weeks. Literally, I'd, I got I got the old systems go to start driving again and start driving, and that fucking happened, man. Bastards. I think I was just a bit down on confidence as well at mm. that point because mm. I just had a broken leg. I don't know if you had a broken leg before, but it proper knocks your confidence. Yeah, I'm like, sure it does, yeah. Every day, bro. I've like, heard that before, you know. It's like when, you, when your ability to walk has been taken away, it just completely knocks you. Bro, it's fucking horrible, mm. man. Like, at the time, I had a little puppy as well, and, you know, I've got kids. I'm, I'm a family man, really, you know, mm-hmm. and it fucked up my life, bro, to be fair. And then, obviously, I were at a, a, a bit of a a weaker confidence point and they pulled me over and I suppose I let them bully me. I did let them bully me. Bastards, yeah. man. And I shouldn't have done, I should have been, 
I should have been stronger than that. No, but, mate, they shouldn't have done. It's not well, your nah, fault, man. It's them. Nah, they shouldn't be picking on people and like fucking hyenas, man, searching for a course, fucking man. kill. It's disgusting the way they treat us just because yeah, we is. choose to inhale some fucking herbs. It's disgusting. It is, man. Fucking plant, bro. There's no barn for the afternoon, you know what I mean? That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Literally. But what's the laws like in America? Like, say... Like for driving wise, obviously depending where you are, but well, no matter where you are, driving under the influence of cannabis is, is going to be illegal no matter where you are. Mm-hmm. And that's oh. the problem, is as you know, they have the testing, but the problem with cannabis, as you everybody knows, it stays in your system so long. It you know, that's if I thing. smoked last week, you I'm gonna test positive. Trust, trust. So, I mean, we're still working on that one, trying to figure out what is acceptable level. Some yep. states are actually saying that just a trace of THC in your blood doesn't mean you're high. Yeah, like yeah, and this is what loads of scientists are saying, man. But it just seems like the UK government, you know, the driving they ignore science, it, don't they? they ignore it completely, the mm-hmm. full on ignore it. And I understand, obviously, you know, people smoke different strengths of weed, some people put more in a spliff, some people have got higher tolerances and that than others. Mm-hmm. But you must be able to regulate this by now. But I think, like, and it pisses me off because if you're an everyday user, one spliff it's barely going to touch you you're going to be you smoking more for the flavor but if you're not an everyday user you smoke half a spliff and you're on your ass but yeah, the same bro. thing can be said about lack of sleep you just had an argument with the missus and you're going out to fucking cool down and so you jump in the car and drive somewhere you're going to be driving like a fucking knob yeah. you know there's loads of different ways where your driving can be impaired without even taking any fucking drugs if you take certain opioids you know certain painkillers I mean, my missus has these painkillers where when she takes them, she's not allowed to drive because in her system, they turn to opioids, pretty much heroin when she's yeah, taking these yeah, drugs. Yeah, yeah. And that if that gets if she gets caught driving under the influence of these prescription medication drugs, then she can lose license for it. Yeah, it's, it's it, crazy, bro. It's just bullshit, man. It's bullshit. Like, they're, and they're the drugs what they're giving your missus mm-hmm, as well to mm-hmm. heal, you know. And, you know what I'm saying, mate? It's, bro, it, it's fucking it, crazy, it, it, man. They need to take into consideration the person. It's a case-by-case thing. You shouldn't just be like, oh, you smoked cannabis last week. That means you're not allowed to drive. It's like, fuck you, man. Yeah, fuck Ignorant you, man. Ignorant bastards. Like, you know, Ignorant, man. It's a piss yeah. take. It still seems to be like if they can't distill it down and put it into a white powder, press it into a tablet, they don't consider it medicine. I don't understand yeah. that one. Yeah, trust, man. Like, this shit's natural, it? bro. This shit grows out of the fucking earth, bro. You know what I mean? Look, mm-hmm. look I'll show you. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you want to see. Come down, come down to the spot, obviously. You'll be amazed. Yeah, I mean, yeah really. <laughs> nah, Fuck, crazy, man. though, man. It is, man. Like, it's stupid over here. But at the same time, man, like, I think they've tried to... Um, they've tried to please people that a little bit more, I feel, by bringing out the cbd stuff over the last couple of years hmm. you know i do feel like they just the thought that that were going to keep people sweet you know and it's just not the same for us stoners man like we don't want to smoke some pure cbd bro we want to fucking get high bro yeah, you know we want, what I mean? want both i mean give me the full spectrum damn it you know we don't want that not point not not one percent thc or whatever it is what i want mate is what i want I want to do whatever the fuck I like with my body and my consciousness Trust, as long as man. it doesn't affect anybody else. When I'm getting you high, you can come and complain at me. Otherwise, mm-hmm. fuck off, officer. Mind Leave your fucking be. business, officer. 
Go and catch somebody who's actually breaking the law, like Jimmy fucking Sable, officer. Yeah. It frustrates me, man. Frustrates me. It pisses me off so much the the way we are treated as cannabis users just because we enjoy cannabis. It's fucking disgusting, man. It's like I don't know if you've seen the other day, but like, um, like some big, I don't know, it war, like some big um, politician is yeah, yeah, child shit, and like the Mm -hmm. guy didn't even the the guy didn't even go to jail. No, mate, he didn't even get fired. It's one of the you know, he's gonna resign and keep his fucking pension, and the taxpayer's gonna pay for his fucking retirement until the day he dies. This is what I mean, bro, and it's fucking sickening, bro. But don't you be smoking none of that cannabis now, bro? Yeah, like you can go touch (laughs) kids, yeah, but don't smoke no spliffs, bro. You know what I mean? We've got a panel member in Canada, TG, and he said before that in Canada, in Canada, cannabis is legal. But yeah. the kids aren't allowed to have it. And essentially, it came to the point where if he gave cannabis to an underage minor, he yeah. could suffer more prison time than if he sexually assaulted a fucking oh, minor. Hell, it's like, bro. what kind of shit is that? You know what I mean? It, oh, it's like, a sure, fucking sure, farce, man. That, surely that's up to the parents, like the parents' discretion if they want to give the kids some cannabis for whatever mm. reason. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, for help. Like them people that were having to like travel, like spend like 250 grand and stuff to get chemo for the kids and fly across to America from UK to get this certain treatment. And it's like they could have just used cannabis oil all along. Mm. But no one ever said that because a lot of people just listen to, you know, what they get told. And yeah, I don't blame them. Do you know, like we've all been brought up just, you know. And we're told to trust these people. We're just brought up to trust these yeah. people, and, and they take advantage of it. We're that's it. The authority. That's what we're told all the time. Mm-hmm. As you get older, man. Yeah. As you get older, you either go, you know, you either go two ways. You either follow that path, or you, or you kind of. Let me tell you a theory. What I think on cannabis, yeah. I think that this makes you see reality for what it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. And when. Like, if the world were too populated by potheads, yeah, like, too many people smoked weed and that, like, too many people would see the truth and they'd see past the bullshit. No, it's because we've been lied to so long and we've been told that cannabis is dangerous, you're going to get psychosis, you're going to you're going to yeah. break the law, you're going to do... And then you have some and you're like, hold on for a second. I, I'm, not, I'm not doing anything wrong right now. I don't feel like killing anybody. I don't feel like stealing from anybody. You know, I don't feel like doing anything wrong. Maybe they lied to me all this time. What the fuck else are they lying to me about? And that's where it all begins, you know. It's fucking piss take, man. But some people don't even get to that point of trying it as well Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. all they've been told is it's bad, it's bad. Once this older generation dies out, yeah, I know as horrible as it sounds, but once this older generation dies out, yeah, Yeah. and we're in place and, you know, are slightly old... Like, because our parents, I don't know about you, but my parents are sound with weed. My mum used to yeah, smoke yeah, a lot yeah. of weed or whatever. My stepdad used to smoke a lot of weed and stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas my nana and granddad, they're a lot more upfront about shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, like, yeah. Once, once the older generation dies, I think it will become a bit more of a acceptable Well, they're the voters thing. as well, and they're the, they're the people who vote at these older generations. And the, the exactly. government have to keep the people who vote happy to win fucking elections. So exactly. if they came out and said, yeah, we're going to legalise cannabis, then they're going to piss off all these people who actually go out and vote, vote all these people over 70. You know, exactly. they're like, oh, we can't piss them guys off, so we have to 
just keep cannabis illegal for now, but eventually that will change. Yeah, I hope so, man. It has like, to, man. You, it has to. When do you guys think, how long do you guys think for the UK? Obviously, I know you're an American dude, but yeah. I'm sure I'm sure you're still up to date with what's going on in the UK vibes and whatnot. So how long do you guys think it'll be before we start seeing a change over here? Oh, geez. Let's, mm. let's start with me since I'm not there. I'm just li- I've been listening to this podcast and been part of Percy's now for quite a while. So I've got yeah. a lot of lot of I've heard a lot about the UK. Mm. I unfortunately think you're probably five years away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, easy. I, I was going to say five. Easy. Mac, give me your number. Yeah, I mean, I used to think, I mean, before we started this podcast, probably, I used to think we were only 18 months away. Like, we're nearly there, man. And then, you know, all the COVID shit happened. And then I've learned a lot about you know, the politics behind cannabis, really. And now, yeah, I'd yeah. say five years, at least. It's either going to be five years or it's going to be a case of Boris is going to get up one day and be like, okay, we, we're legalizing today. And it will just be out of the blue from, from out of fucking nowhere. Cannabis is going to be legalized within this amount of time. We're just putting the paperwork through now. It's yeah, going to be, gonna it's going to be, yeah. That's yeah. only going to happen if there's a scandal or something and he's got to cover it's a scandal his every fucking two we'll, weeks in this we'll country, mate. It's ridiculous. Shut up. Scandal every day, bro. Yeah. Telling you, it's fucking ridiculous that the, the way the government gets away with shit in this country, man. And when, when they do have something that they need to cover up, then they'll be like, yeah, yeah, legalized cannabis, just keep them quiet for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, no, they do all this shit, yeah, but like random people just go out and grow a natural plant in floor and get caught and get fucking slapped with fines and prison sentence for it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, well, how come you can do it? Yeah, but as soon as we do it, we get fucked for it. Yeah, yeah. there's that fucking so many acres up. Um, Norfolk, man. Yeah, yeah. They have have money to pay off politicians. That's why. That's it, mate. Don't forget that cannabis isn't illegal to grow in the UK. You just have to pay the government enough money to fucking bribe them. And and that and that is the problem, right? With our country, it's too money based. Mm. Like I seen, I seen some other week. I put in on the Instagram and whatnot, um, where the UK makes like so many billion pounds off of the pharmaceutical every year. Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. as we probably know, um, whereas if there was um, to legalize cannabis in the first year, they'd estimate to rake in. I can't believe if it were, I can't remember if it was ten mil or higher, but it were, it was yeah, in the millions. Much yeah? higher, be in the billions, man, be in the billions. If they legalized it, the economy would go for a massive boost from all the fucking dispensaries and coffee shops that get opened mm-hmm. up. The Gross. amount of tax revenue brought in from the cannabis would be billions. You would probably be yeah, in the billion share. The wood, the wood, but they won't cut no pharmaceutical because there's only so much tax they can put on bud and that. You know, people mm-hmm. be growing, people will be growing their own medicine, and all they can mm-hmm. put on it is is a little bit of tax for the seed. And there's only yeah. so much tax you mm-hmm. can put on some of what's worth ten pounds, surely. I think that's one of the big problems, man. It's essentially decentralized they don't want cannabis. People is... growing it. They yeah, don't mind yeah. people smoking. It's people growing it. That's what mm-hmm. pisses them off because they're taking out of their pocket. Yeah. Well, fuck them. I don't give a fuck what they fuck think. Them, man. <laughs> fuck them. I'm going to seed for the rest of my life over there in that box. The hell mm-hmm. with them, you know? That's right. Yeah. I, I got enough seed to last me fucking 20 years downstairs yeah, right. in my cupboard. I don't give a fuck, man. It, whether, it, whether it gets legalized, whether it stays as it is, I don't give a fuck. I'll continue to do what I do because I know as a conscious person on this fucking planet who's lived for a long time and understands the rules, I am doing nothing wrong. You can kiss my ass. You know what I'm saying? Allowed, Fuck them. You should be allowed to do that. Like, I don't, I don't agree when people like, oh, like a couple of boys in past, like, oh, I'm gonna, 
I need to stop smoking bud and that because um, I'm getting a drug test for this new job at work or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but bro, already this job is dictating your life and mm-hmm. what you do and, mm-hmm. and what you can't do in your time. You've been smoking bud for 15 years, bro, and you're going to stop it off to go. What you have to do, you got to go to Ali Bongo's and buy fake piss and a fake dick. Trust, you, man. You know what I'm saying? And just, just, just get your mum to fucking get your mum to piss in a little cup or something, man. And you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? I found a bit of estrogen and it's like, you know, why has this got estrogen? And you're like, are you assuming my gender? Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> but the thing is, though, they give you the ammo. You know what I mean? You go to the shop, you can buy some seeds. You can go and mm-hmm. buy some soil, plant pots. But as long as you don't plant it, you sell yeah, yeah, but you know, bro, they're souvenirs. <laughs> yeah, bro, it's easier, man. It's easier, bro. Like, but yeah, but uh, I just want to touch on that as well, actually. Like, one day, us boys have actually got plans to run down genetics. Like, we think mm. it'd be, um, well, we'll get a lot of respect out here, and like, we're not just here to fucking, you know, to grow the biggest plants or to grow with, you know, show we can grow like a hundred plant farm. Like, anyone could do that. We're just, we're here to help people. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People, people helped us when we started. People gave yeah. us advice. And it, oh. it helped us so much. Um, well, it's a community, man. The cannabis community. We all help each other out and give everybody fucking advice to make sure that we can all supply ourselves with yeah. safe access to cannabis. Clean Simple as that. Yep. We could be them type of salty people. They were like, nah, nah, we'll keep it to ourselves. But mm-hmm. that's not how we... People helped us, so we just feel like we could help others. Yeah, yeah man. Back in it, we're giving back. Yeah, man. yeah. And obviously, it's not even to people who've already been doing it for years. It's more for people who are just wanting to get started more than anything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. everyone's got their own different way of doing things, but someone who never knows. Yeah, it, it, yeah you jump online and you're just like, there's so much stuff about it. It can be yeah. a bit overloading. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Keep so it simple. Just, just teach people how to grow the easy way. We don't need to get that yeah, detail, yeah. right? This is what we're trying to do, man. Like, in this new video, what we just put on YouTube, like, we were just going through there about the can B and, you know, the cow mag and then the boost and the PK. And that's only the five bottles, what you need to get you through your cycle, literally. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. people think you need all this craziness. And just in that video, we were just basically trying to, Women's terms, yeah, yeah, We're just yeah. trying to put it in brief terms for people to understand it. That you know what I mean? It's in a university course, it's a YouTube video, it's fucking, yeah. 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 It's and if us boys yeah. can do it, fucking anybody can do it, but you just got to know the knowledge. And when people start, like one bad experience at the very start could put them off for life, do you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, whereas if that first time they had a bit of guidance, it'd be a different outcome, like a put. I put on the story last night, yeah? I put it like this. It's like a lasagna, yeah? Now, if you were to make a lasagna from scratch, yeah? Like, layer your pastas and everything, yeah? You wouldn't just chuck it all together. You'd look online, yeah? And you'd have a look at a a decent recipe first, Mm. yeah? To make sure that you have a decent meal, yeah? And Mm -hmm. that's £10, yeah? And fucking two hours worth of cooking or prep or whatever it is, yeah? This gorilla growing, bro, we're talking like seven months, yeah? And it can be £200 worth of investment. So yeah. why not just jump online, yeah? And just make sure that you get that good quality by gaining a bit of knowledge. Sure, you know, man. It's a no-brainer. And there's plenty of place, places for it, you know? There's our podcast, the, the High and Homegrown podcast. We have a forum, personsgrowroom.com. 
where yeah, we man. teach loads of people how to fucking grow. There's loads of good places to learn, man. You just have to look. And this is what this people is... need to be on, man. You know, mm-hmm. it's overloaded on information on internet. But mm-hmm. the good thing about it is there's that much information as well. Do you know what yes. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, so it's, it's like, hard to message, yeah, yeah. And it's pretty good that everyone's got different methods, different styles. So you can get that broader knowledge instead of looking at one specific thing. Man, I mean, I don't know how old you guys are, but imagine doing this without the internet. Remember the oh, days where yeah, yeah. all you all you could find was the whole Hey Cervantes cassette tape. That was the store. shit. You know what I'm saying? The books in the back of the bookstore yeah. that the people looked at you weird when you went to that section. Mm. Like, oh, what's he looking at over there? Right, shout yeah. out to them legends, man, who've been there for a long time. Yeah, that's it. It's uh, it's, it's funny. It's a madden. What strains would you recommend as well? Because we, we haven't even touched that. What, no, that's you, do you look for a, a, a specific, specific strain when you're going to go plant outdoors? One, one strain that we tried and we'd probably recommend is white OG. I, white okay. OG. Yeah, yep. I've got some of that here. Yeah. Yeah, Seedsman. Um, oh, Seedsman are the shit, and they Seedsman. Yeah, 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 and the white OG, that's one of the cheapest seeds that Seedsman has, too. I mean, yeah, it's, it's about two. Banger. Yeah, about two or three uh, quid a seed. It's cheap. Yeah, you know, honestly, we that's probably one of them we'd recommend. The old school blueberry as well. We mm. did, you know, the old school uh, blues, like nice. Um, yeah, man. Old school outdoor. And purple yeah. marica is a famous one for growing outdoors in the UK, isn't it? it, it yeah, yeah. It is, yeah. Um, there's uh, big bazooka as well. That's meant to be a, a nice one outdoor. We actually had that outdoor last year, and it fucking obviously got found by police. But we had, um, have you heard of Dutch Passion number one as well? No, I don't know the number one. No Dutch Passion, but I don't know the number one. Yeah, Yeah. the number one's like a a certified outdoor banger, super short flower time as well. We're talking like six, seven week flowers. Sweet. Um, So like when your other plants are still stretching, basically they were already you know, started producing the buds and whatnot. I think they were in flower, what, two weeks, maybe a week, week or two before the rest of them started coming in. Damn. um, There's shout out to uh, real gorilla seeds as well, man. Like, we haven't really spoke to them that much, but a lot of people big up the shit through Instagram and that, like, they specifying outdoor UK strains. And apparently they got a couple, um, there's one called uh, DFG and there's one called AMS. They're supposed to be certified outdoor bangers from what people are saying. Nice. We aren't personally run them, but obviously people tell us a lot of stuff on Instagram, man. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's, you know, it's nice to know the strains. Like we will spread, like I've spent loads of, I've spent time, bro, sending lists out to people, you know, just to mm-hmm. like what, like they'll just pop up like, yo, have you got any outdoor strains? And we'll just like send them a list, bro, and they can just have a look themselves, you know. Mm-hmm. Because people say, like, what's the best strain to grow? There's that many strains out there, yeah. I don't think you could ever find a best strain to grow. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's almost impossible. But I've got I've I've got big ops um for this one. And this SSMF4, it should be good. It should be nice this year. So when you're outdoors as well, we just got a question here from South Silly. What kind of pests do they encounter if it hasn't been mentioned already? Do you get any problems with bugs? We had, yeah, we had, we had a couple. Do you know what we what were mad? But we had uh, ants in one of his root balls. In like the we had a massive blueberry 
50 litre 50 litre like barrel you know them blue barrels that you can get yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, we cut one of them in half and just use that we, had, we come back once and we found a big ant's nest we were like oh, fuck yeah, yeah obviously big root ball and that they were trying um, to carry it away weren't they <laughs> Yeah, mate. Yeah, just... Moving that fucker, I tell you. So what we did was we thought, right, we'll get some like ant traps and ant powder. And it was like what, like four or five days later, we'd gone down to put all the ant powder down, and we we're like, well, plant looks fine. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Plant was still boosting. Yeah, there were no like deficiencies. The leaves weren't turning pale or anything. So we were like, well, left it. Well, yeah, we just left them. And to be fair, they, they were they, they were, were harmless. They were harmless ants, yeah, yeah. but then obviously though you've got loads different kind loads of, ants. of bugs like, me. like people pop up all the time. Like, what do you use for pests? Like, one of the best things what you can buy are these sticky fly traps. You can buy them from grow yeah, shops and that, yeah. But mm-hmm. the certain ones, like there's loads of different kind of like sticky mm-hmm. fly traps and like bug catchers and all that shit. But these specific ones, right? They're a, a bright yellow rectangle and they've mm-hmm. got loads of black. Like black squares. lines, yeah, loads of black squares all over them, yeah. And right. they they are fucking sick, bro. Like, you'll put one up, yeah, you'll go back, uh, like, a few days later, bro, and the thing will be black. I'm not no way. Wow. See, I don't know if you've heard of neem oil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, that's what we use as well. We dilute down some, um, some neem oil, and we give them a dose of that. When it gets bad, they tend to fuck off because yeah, they yeah. don't like the scent of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, black aphids we've had a problem with as well. You know what I mean? Like when mm-hmm. we've been down to the spot and we've looked in like where the um, the leaves come out of the stalks and that, you know, right in wedge it where it is. We've looked and we're like, what's that there? And there's like loads of little black aphids. Fuck. Yeah, which which means, but what we did with that is we used hydrogen peroxide. Right, mixed, nice. Mixed with water, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And mm-hmm. we give them a good blast and it seems to seem to work. But... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the ant, the ant situation, it was one of them. I definitely wouldn't recommend ants in your root balls at all. Um, yeah, yeah, we found obviously the plant were fine. It kept growing. It, it wasn't showing any sign of weakness, so we just left it. But obviously, it's not not advisable. But mm-hmm. yeah, there's, there's loads of stuff. There's loads of stuff you might get. Yeah, like, American, life like the deers and rabbits and like, stuff. Yeah, you. yeah. If you didn't have a cage up or any mm. any kind of protection around your plants, right, the wood get fucking eaten. The mm-hmm. wood get eaten. Yeah, There's I'm no saying. doubt that they get... Especially because, like, these spots as well, like, this is another key thing about spot hunting, yeah? You know, like, when you're near the cities and stuff, all you see is, like, pigeons and that and fucking cats and dogs, bro. Like, when you go to outskirts, yeah, mm-hmm. you see rabbits... You see signs of like deers about oh, yeah. and like I saw two wild deers the other day, and you you you, you know you're from the UK, you don't see that oh, shit often, man. Just yeah, two yeah, wild man. deers running around. It's like shit. Bro, look, you see, look at a deer over there. What the oh, fuck? Oh. <laughs> you see birds what you never seen before, and all mm. sorts, and like big fucking like herons. We've seen hawks at spots. Okay. So like, and everything is- loves weed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What you want to look for though, because it's a good sign of a good spot. Because if there's a lot of wildlife knocking around like that, mm. it means there's not a lot of human activity around uh, there. Yeah, yeah, That's good true. point. Very nice. Yeah, good point. That's it. So, yeah, just look out for that, really. I'm going back to that field tomorrow. Go <laughs> yeah, go down, mate. Yeah, go down. Seen, yeah. We've seen loads of pests, really, mate. Loads of pests, but 
luckily, if you just like, because we get time to go down and check up on him so we can keep on top of him. If someone's can't obviously go down as much as the, the, the can, mm. just stick to your hydrogen peroxide, your neem oil, give him a good, mm. don't, don't go overboard because you can obviously have the reverse effect and damage him, but mm. just use it nice and sparingly, but give him a good blast and it, it should do a job for you. Sweet, man. Oh, for a gorilla growing, man, is it just, it takes a lot of time, innit? Like mm-hmm. we're saying, like, do, like, it's not advised really to not be a, like to not be attending your plants do you know what mm. i mean like you need to take out that time to you know even if you go down and like you don't even do no you ain't got no water duty to do or nothing just pop your head in and just make sure that they're all all right make sure that there's no signs anyone's been or any kind of weird activity or mm-hmm. you know if shit if you've got a cage up for instance and shit's still getting eaten and the signs where shit's been dug and that, then you know that you might need some more protection there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But that's a good thing about gorilla growing as well, though, man. Like, everything's outdoor. You Like, indoor growing's simple, man. Like, you're in control of everything. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Outdoor, yeah. you have to work with what you dealt with. Yeah, man. You know, windstorms, fucking rainstorms. Mm-hmm. All sorts, man. Like, wildlife. But the main fuckers, the mall, though, man, in UK... Yeah. Shit, the main focus is them police they're the biggest pests out of all yeah, feds, bro, yeah. biggest... feds and mold mm. mold yeah. feds but that's what you need the, the mold resistant strains though right that's what you look for mold resistant strains yeah. try and yeah, plant yeah. the plants far enough apart so they don't rub against each other and mm-hmm. shit like that it's not even really about the plants been touching it's mainly just about short flower time and good ventilation and just mm. make sure it's quite mold resistant you know, like mm-hmm. that's all you can do. But then obviously you've probably seen, you might not have seen us boys. We've put a roof up for the last couple of years because mm. obviously at the back end of flower in October is when like cold starts to set in, you know, the rain comes, you get a lot of shit weather, yeah, but yeah. that's the time when you've got your prime buds, bro. Mm. And surface water on the buds is fucking risky, yeah. bro. Yeah, very, yeah. very risky. And we found that the ones that were actually under the roof, they they didn't lose half as much mold than what the ones that were out of the roof did. Right. You know, because they just were protected from that surface water. There were no water actually inside the buds. Do you know what I'm saying? Because so when, so when is the latest for you? When is harvest time? What do you, how do you back decide when harvest time? Gonna, yeah, back end of October is going to be... Back end of October is very latest. Like, mm-hmm. well, we, we, were looking, we were looking to chop on uh, Halloween. But when right. Halloween night, we were looking to yeah. literally start as first chop. It's a good excuse to have a mask on, isn't it? <laughs> exactly, mate. And be exactly. out late too, yeah. Yeah, that's it, mate. Um, and obviously, if you see two guys in woods and that on Halloween, they're like, yeah, what the fuck's going on in there? Let's stay yeah. away. You know yeah, they're going to run off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just look, bounce your head and that look proper creepy and shit. And no, I'm saying. Um, it's the devil yeah. worshippers. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Jeez. <laughs> The biggest thing is is literally just weather. Weather, mm-hmm. bro. If if your weather's been banging all all summer, you can probably chop early if you've got some good strains. Mm. But if you've had a bit of a, a, bit of a yeah, yeah, short flower time is what you need for over here. Definitely. Yeah. 
so yeah, just it's yeah, it's normally back end of October. You're looking at around chopping. Obviously, different strains and seeds. Yeah, do if I remember rightly, it's a nine, it's a nine or ten week flower, is that which were a bit long, like we were thinking, wow, it's a bit long, that like probably won't finish. So mm. that was still we were chopping that back end of October, but could have still probably gone for another couple of weeks. But right. that's when it starts taking piss when it were getting like below five degrees and shit. We were like, Yeah, this can't this can't keep going on. Like we are gonna end up losing a lot to mold because not just that, always, you know, you don't want to go out in them temperatures. Fuck that. Well, <laughs> that's the thing, especially standing there for hours, bro, chopping fucking chopping shit down, man. It's well, so do you harvest what you like you do you trimming while you're out there as well? We we do it towards like back end of flower. We start trimming down. Right. Um, we, we, just making. Yeah, when they've had a good flush, and towards back end, we start trimming them down just to like mostly buds. So when it comes to chop night, whenever that is, we're not out for as long. Basically, mm-hmm. we can just get job done and bang in a bag and get somewhere safe and, and sort them there then. Because yeah. like indoor, I prefer to chop full plant me and hang full plant. But obviously outdoor, mm-hmm. you, you you probably won't get them in a fucking room, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. You won't get them through door, literally. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, like people swear by earth growing as well, man. Like people, like we haven't got nothing against earth growers, man. Like we've had mm-hmm. a couple of people pop up on Instagram over, over the year that we've been more so at the start. You know, people popping up. What you shouldn't do it like that. You should, you know, you should put them in floor and just let it grow natural. And like I hear that, like I do hear that, but I'm not just here for that. Like I'm here to obviously. Got to do what's good for you, ain't it, bro? There's no right or yeah, wrong way to do like this as long as you get harvest. Bro, my time and you know my time I'm putting in, bro. Like I want to make sure I'm getting a good quality at the end of it. You know. Mm-hmm. Yep. The soil where we are is is pretty rough. To be fair, we don't really trust the soil. Where right. we are, it's, it's pretty dirty of it, like past obviously depleted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, past six years has been a lot of a lot of construction work and loads of like oil companies and that have been boosting about. And yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's one of them. It's one of them. So for us, it's better to to do it in pots because it's just the safer option. Mm-hmm. But this season we have this spot we found. We found some pretty decent soil, probably the best soil we found around here. To be uh-huh. fair, with it. so we are going to try and put some it floor and do like a try and side by side comparison. So something new, something new. It's, it's yeah, worth a shot. So, for sure. So what's the aftergrow cleanup like on your spots? Oh. Bro, we had about four kilo of fucking trim, man. Literally, <laughs> literally in 2020, mate, we had four kilos of trim. Yeah, it it, it were a joke. Like I said, we were literally at it for weekends at a time, bro. Like four weekends in a row, starting at the start of October, all the way till back end of October. Wow. It were, obviously, you know, we could have got it all done in a few days, but that's like waking up. Eight o'clock in the morning, getting straight to clipping all day and all night till early hours at morning for a few days. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, fuck that. We've still got lives, bro. Like, trim mm-hmm. jail, man. It's not a place to be. It's fucking, nope. it, it, sucks <laughs> your, it sucks your soul, bro. It Which does, man. I hate it. I do. Fucking hell. I fucking can't stand it, bro. Like, it's the best part, you know, because it's the time when you're looking at your fucking reward, but. Mm-hmm. 
it's I mean, I hate it, and I do it here in, in the house with my YouTube, so I can't watch it, yeah, <laughs> you know, to sit outside in the field and shit. If it's, it's a bit rainy, weather's a bit shit. You don't want to be doing that, do you? End yeah. of October. God, God damn. It's, it's no. when, you, when, the, when it's first time, chop time, and you, you first go to the spot, and you're, like, looking at hot buds, and you're looking at each other, like, yes, buzzing, and then about 40 minutes into it, you're just looking at each other like for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what do you what do you do with a, a couple of dozen of 30 liter root balls at the end of this? Mm. We, we break we break them down. So we try and get all the roots out of them, break all the cocoa down. And normally we just scatter it about, really. Mm. You know what I mean? Because obviously uh-huh. just let it go into earth. Because obviously it's been flushed, obviously, previously to flush the plant. So there's not really no in it. So we yeah. get all the roots out because obviously if you leave big root ball about like soggy weather, it can go mouldy and that. So obviously mm. that jumps onto other plants and it's not very good. So just, cool. it's more conscious more than not. Yeah, conscious yeah. Effort. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's cool. Like people have mentioned before as well, like why don't you ever like reuse your uh, reuse the cocoa? Like because obviously when we've got like ten plants, bro, and we've got like fifty liters worth of cocoa in each mm. plant, you know, it's like five hundred liters. Like that could pot up some for the next year. But yeah. we just don't, we haven't got that knowledge on how to clean it properly because obviously you can use certain things and that to break down the new, uh, I mean, to break, salt. Yeah, to, break, to break down all the salts left and break down any roots what are left in there, mm-hmm. you know, because obviously you don't want to be reusing it if it's got roots in there because it could end up getting mouldy in there or something. I don't know, but. I mean, you should try building your own soil instead, you know, like a living soil. People say that too, man. People mm. do say that, man. So people swear by it, like mm. using all the worm castings and like. I mean, people... That's what I do. I build, well, I don't build, but I had a, it's called Soham and Eco Thrive mixed that together. And that was like nearly yeah. two years ago. And now we just yeah, add so... a fish blood and bone to it with some chicken manure pellets. And yeah, it'd yeah, just yeah. be water all the way through the grow, man. All the way through but the Yeah, grove. this is what people say, man. Like, so from, so from process, you've just spoken then from from start to finish what, what what's the process of doing it that way well say, say uh you've chopped down the plants uh yeah. and so the soil isn't going to be as full of nutrients as you want it to be so i mean i use 10 gallon pots about 40 liters and i just add a couple of cups full of uh, of bone of fish blood and bone which is shit you can get from wilco or b and q right now 16 pound will get you like a 10 liter bucket the, the, the shit yeah. fucking and it's cheap man it's cheap and then the chicken manure that, that's got everything you're needing a couple yeah, of handfuls yeah. of that into the pot man makes it all up good and that'll that'll last fucking four months or something before it needs food again have you have you heard about have you heard about people using popcorn and yeah, well, yeah shit, well. anything like that because it will all break down and get fed to the plant but then you need good microbes in the soil to break this shit down in the first place yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah cause 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 What's, see yeah sorry what have you ever heard of people using like fish tank water and stuff because yeah, yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah because obviously all the water is ph already isn't it? obviously mm-hmm. it's in the fish and stuff and it's got the fish shit in it as well which is nutrients for the plant yeah, yeah, but again, sure. th- that that needs to be broken down by microbes as well. So you need good microbes in the soil to make that shit work properly and make it plant available. When you're using shit like the canna A and B, that's plant available straight away. You add it to water, pour it into the plant, and the plant can get to it straight away. But there's a lot yeah, of that, stuff yeah, if it's natural. Is, yeah, you yeah. need bacteria to do, help with organics, otherwise it don't work as well. Do you pH your water as well? Because I've had a few people today actually popping up about this new stuff. What's 
it's it's pH regulated for pH perfect advanced nutrients formula. Yeah, is this yeah, is this what it is? It's yes, like, it is. In cocoa, you should pH yeah, to five point eight, but if you use yeah, soil, always, then man. you should be fine just using normal water. And if you had some um, dolomite lime to yeah. the soil beforehand, then that will help buffer the pH every time it's watered. It'll keep the pH yeah. around level. You know, yeah, it's, it's like in nature, man. All, all them fucking the nettles, the trees, the the, the yeah, daffodils, all this shit grows shit. fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trust, man. So trust. You, you don't need to fuck up too much. Way, Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a na- it's mo- it guarantees a cleaner smoke in it. Like you guys, like you well, no, smoke. even the cocoa's clean smoke, man. Because I used to grow in cocoa. That used to be my it, shit, and it's still clean. It is, but for us boys, like we need to make sure that we flush it right. Like mm-hmm. you have to even mm-hmm. flush you. No, with it being organic. No, man. When my plant looks done, it's like yeah, that's ready to come down. Chop. That's sick, man. That's yeah, sick. Yeah. But obviously, but, though, like why I advise people to start start growing with cocoa as a new grower is because it's it's fairly straightforward yeah it's easy it's, as fuck isn't it yeah it's easy as yeah. fucking people who swear by and say nah it's not man you know the you have to ph it all every time and it's like yeah but that's what this is about consistency mm-hmm. do you know what mm-hmm. i mean like if, if you're not willing to be consistent yeah don't think soil's gonna just like be too forgiving because Dude, cocoa might... is much easier than soil is for sure without a doubt for sure man 100 yeah. percent it's mm-hmm. the cocoa as well. If you plants are uh, showing sign of like deficiency or some sort of paling or something's not right with cocoa, it's just an easy flush. pH yep, yep. Water, flush, uh, refeed, and you're back to normal. Yep. Mm-hmm. Flush, refeed. reset, go. That's Can't it. do yeah, that shit with soil, mate. No, no, that's <laughs> it. That's this it. Is what I find. Check the people, man. What? Listen to it. Like, I'm not just here to preach what we do. Like, we're all ears. It doesn't matter how good your advice is, though, bro. Some people just don't want to listen. That's just the way it is. (laughs) You know, people are just people, aren't they? That's the way it goes, man. That's just how it is. Yeah, people are just different, man. And Mm -hmm. obviously, there's a lot of funny people out on Instagram, man. There's some some great people. There's some great people, don't get me wrong. There's some real guys out there, but you get odd dickhead now and then. But, you know... Yeah, that's it, mate. It's like everything, man. They, yeah. you know, they can't tell you shit, man. You know, mm-hmm. as long as you're doing your thing right and you're happy with what you're doing, there's you, you can't why, change like, what anybody else does. Yeah, and yeah. this is why we've kind of stuck with our method and specified in our way because mm-hmm. when we came on scene, like we did get quite a little, quite a bit of um, hate, so to speak. Yeah, you yeah. know. But now, like, people kind of respect that, whoa, like, these guys are actually just, like, doing their thing. Like, they're not... We don't jump to nobody, you know. Mm-hmm. We've come here, we've got our own method, and we know it works. It yeah. works consistently, and we'll spread it to people. You don't have to use it, but it's no, there mate. as a backup if you want to. It's that old saying, mate, there's many ways to swing a cat, you know? That's the one. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, and we, we do grow, man. In, yeah, in loads of different ways, as long as you fucking get into the harvest at the end, yeah. nobody can say shit to you. Just to keep that's, doing, to keep doing what you do, man. Do it your way. That's literally it, mate. That's literally it. But imagine that time when you you hit your spot or something's happened, and you're just like, oh, I don't know what's up or how do I do this, and you might have just come across a random video, not even us, mm-hmm. anyone's video, and just be like, boom, I might give that a try. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And see mm-hmm. what happens. This is the thing as well about like this season. Like, there's so many people that uh, I know for a fact that are going to be going and seeing the plants and being in that situation. 
But rather mm-hmm. than flapping it, they're going to be able to turn to us and simply mm-hmm. just drop us a message. And rather than sitting there and tapping up paragraphs, like 90% of the time, I can't be asked like typing up paragraphs. I'll just voice note them. And a yeah, lot yeah. of people, mate, they understand it better when you say it to them because a lot of people can't read shit how mm. other people can. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, when yeah. you say it to them, they're like, whoa, like you made that sound so easy. And it's like, yeah, because like that's all it takes, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. But the main thing is that people have got they've got a place to turn to if they need some help. Yeah, you know? yeah. We don't know everything, but if you're following our way, if you have any issue, I'll more than likely be able to fix it, you know. Yeah, South Silly said here they could collect IMO while out. It's uh, it's complex stuff, though, that is, when you talk about the whole Korean natural farming. But it's definitely something you, you yeah, should look into, yeah. lads. Could save yeah, you a fucking sure. fortune, mate, when you don't have to go and buy all these nutrients. Yeah, for sure, mate, yeah. for sure. But did it? Would it still give the same, the same final product? Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. Maybe even better, 100%. bro. Yeah. Less hassle. You know, you let nature do the work. You're just learning how to make nature work for you. Yeah. That's the best way to put it, really. Yeah. It, it smashes it, man. I mean, because I'm a cocoa grower, I still say even now after like nearly two years or something of, I don't even know how long I've been growing in organic soil. <clears throat> But I still say I'm a cocoa grower because I love growing in cocoa. That's my shit. But, but this growing in organics is just too fucking easy. Bit, yeah. I have to water the plants like once every four or five days, man. And yeah. I don't even have to. What pissed me off about cocoa is you don't just have to mix up your feed and do all that every day when you're in cocoa. But you have to get rid of the runoff. And yeah, that yeah. is a fucking pain in the ass, man. Getting rid of the runoff. And now you don't want fucking runoff when you're growing organics. Well, yeah. run up yeah. is a bad thing wanna, you don't want that you want to keep it all in there in it you know what i'm saying so it's just like water enough and you're good leave it five days yeah 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 but see though like where is those boys though like a lot of people in cocoa the water every day at smaller amounts in it mm-hmm. whereas mm-hmm. us boys like we we like what we call a, a wet and dry cycle yeah where yeah. we basically you know we'll give them a nice a nice watering until they're at least dripping and then We'll wait basically till they until they need another drink. Yeah. And that's another blessing about cocoa as well, is it dries and it's so light. You know what yeah. I mean? So you know exactly where you know exactly when the first day, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We feel like it just helps build stronger roots in it because you have to mm-hmm. work that extra harder to try and mm-hmm. find whatever they need until they get the next water. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. Well, it works, doesn't it? It works for you. So it, it's don't, not, don't yeah, if, it ain't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Just keep doing your thing. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And it. it prevents a bit of um, salt buildup in there as well, man. It keeps the pH nice, man. You know, because well, what happens with cocoa when we could do the salt-based nutrients, right? When the plant drinks the water and it mm-hmm. evaporates through the top as well, or the side of the parts if you're using fabric, then mm-hmm. the salts get left behind, and that increases yeah. the EC, increases the salt content. So it can yeah. be if the if you're feeding too much, it can become too strong for the plant, which can uh, burn the leaves. You know, as the water evaporates and more salts are being left behind, it's pretty much being a stronger and a stronger feed solution as uh-huh. more water evaporates. Yeah, so you got to keep the feed low when you're doing that kind of shit. But as you yeah. say, man, it's working for you, so there's no need to be fucking that's around and changing things. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. And that's what you got to do, grow. man. Just you know, just keep just keep it minimal, man. Like mm-hmm. less is more. Like yeah, yeah, more- for sure. More nutrients, it don't equal more bud, man, and that's a mm-hmm. fact. You know, no. sometimes it's the opposite. More nutrients will cost you bud frequently. Mm-hmm. 
You want the right amount. Like one time I used um first time I used the PK booster years ago and fucking hell man. I just I put what it said on the bottle, yeah, and I yeah, took two it. milliliter <laughs> per liter. Damn. Oh, fried my plants, bro, in one yeah. watering, mm-hmm. and I'm four week into flower here, five week into flower, and I'm yeah, like, ah, that why are all these pistols done. brown? That's right, cut that shit <laughs> in half, man. All the leaves were all shriveled, nothing were getting fat. They Damn. just looked like little sticks, bro. And I was like, I've never, never seen this before. And yeah, it turned mm-hmm. out to be the PK, man. That one water mm-hmm. just fucked it up. PK strong, man. Just Very little bits, strong, man. man. Half a milliliter Very. per liter is plenty. Very, man. Monkey, do you know, it seems like you've read quite a few different UK versions of it. What would you say? Would you say it's quite similar to how people do it where you are? Or would you say it's pretty same or different? I think people grow weed the same all over the world, pretty much. It's just different ways of doing it. And I think it just depends upon the individual. Mm -hmm. We all develop our own style. I mean, we have another, there's a moderator over at Percy's. Uh, he also grows in cocoa, and it's it's funny how he and I are almost identical in our growth styles. But then there's other people over at Percy's grow completely different, get the same media, and get great results. So all I can say is, if it works for you, keep doing it. it we like to say it's an, it's more like an art form than a science. You know, you can do it by numbers, but everybody has their own individual ways of doing things. Everybody's got their own signature method to grow in. So as long as you're getting fucking <clears throat> healthy plants and you're getting buds at the end why the fuck does it matter how you got there you know what i mean just just get there man just get there get your own fucking buds in your own jars so you don't have to go out paying stupid money for it yeah that's yeah one, that's it it's, it's, and that's what purchase is all about we just we celebrate everybody's different as far as growth styles we don't mm-hmm. cut anybody down as long as you can get to the finish line we're all about you i mean that's might be yeah, something yeah, that'll yeah. be good for you lads is we, we have got a grower over at Perseus who grows in cocoa same thing as you wet and dry cycle but he'll use organic pellets in yeah. the in the cocoa so instead of feeding you know then it's just water you only have to water them you don't use yeah, any yeah. canner and shit like that you can just go to wilco buy some of them them uh slow release pellets yeah and yeah, just fucking that. use them man that that works out for for james over at percy's anyway mm-hmm. yeah that's sick you know yeah i save a lot of time that yeah it, it yeah. save save a lot of money as well man mm-hmm. sure and you, you, when you're mixing it. up the cocoa and putting it in the pot and you have some of that in then yeah. you don't have to worry about shit after that yeah now, there's something that jordan river was talking about mackie and i cannot mm-hmm. remember the name of the product some perels that he was testing out they're similar mm-hmm. though yeah Slow similar release. Slow release balanced nutrients for cannabis that, that are made specifically to put into the media and just let it do its thing. Yeah. I have to find out what the name of that stuff is. I'll have to, I'll have to message Jordan to find out what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that, that might would help you. I mean, the same thing there. You put, you, put your nutrients in the media. All mm-hmm. you do is water. Hit that at. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, you know, when you do that shit as well, lads, you've already got a method that works. So do 50% of the method that works and then do 50% mm-hmm. of this new shit and see if that works well, out for you. <laughs> This is the plan, you see, like, like I said earlier, like you've never had a, a spot for longer than a year. So mm. that when you're already like thinking you're already in a shit situation, your last thing you're thinking about is doing experiments. You're just thinking mm-hmm, about, mm-hmm. Just, you, you just want to get to the finish line and yeah, get yeah. out of there, you know, yeah. whereas mm-hmm. this spot, we do honestly feel like could be here for a bit so we are definitely going to do some experiment this year mm. for sure mm. we're gonna we're gonna bang some in ground uh do fabric pots and mm. do uh, plastic pots as well mm. and, and mix, 
yeah, yeah, some pellets. Some of them pellets, bro, for sure. And yeah, definitely. Do you guys know any cheaper cocos? You know, like any, you know, like don't any go cheaper- with anything other than canna, bro. I tried some cheap stuff and I got burned a couple times, so mm-hmm. I went back to canna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some see, of I've it always okay. been with canna. Yeah, yeah, but what you can do, mate, you know, it's a good soil. B&Q Verve, man, you can get like 50 fucking litres of it for a fiver. And yeah. that's got nutrients built up in there already. You don't have to add any food to it for the first three or four weeks and shit. That's good soil, man. It's good soil. Is, don't underestimate that shit. Is that just like a, a, your pH of water feed and that's it? Not even pH, mate. Just fucking water it. Flap it in. Yeah, just water it, yeah, man. Wet and dry cycle, just like you do with the cocoa. And then when it starts to run out of nutrients, then you can use even the can of stuff if you wanted to use that. You could use right. that nutrients as well. Right. So what's your, do you know your natural, well, your pH of your, just your water out at tap? You, my you? my pH out of the tap is dead on seven. Right, yeah. yeah so we're not too far. Yeah, yeah, it's like seven, three, seven, four, where mm-hmm. we are. But if you're using it out of the river, you know, then it should be good enough, man. Just go for it. Ours ours is ours is recycled out water. Right. That's that's the where we are, it's it's that's how we get our water. It's recycled. We don't get it from like uh, any other way really. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it can tend to be quite high. Right. Um, but yeah, no, we'll level at this. So you know that soil there, what you've just been on about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the verve stuff. So is that does the three week lasts for the first, like the first, like the start of its life? So, if you were to have a bigger plant and you were to transplant into that, will them nutrients last a shorter period of time? They last sense? about if it's um if you like planting a seedling in there, then it should last for a couple of months. The feed that's in in the bean cube. But if you're transplanting a, a decent sized plant into it then as the roots go into it, it should last three or four weeks before you need to add any food to it. But it depends yeah. on the size of the plant. It depends on how much runoff you're getting when you feed because you're washing this shit out if you're getting runoff yeah, as well. You know, all that all that yeah, shit so makes a the- difference. But if you do, if you mix up like some some of them chicken pellets, them chicken manure pellets into that B&Q verb, into the pot, you're looking a couple of months before you need to add any food to that shit, man. And you just uh, need to use water. Uh, what, you, don't, you don't even have to pH it? No, nah, mate, just water. Just well, water. That's thick, you know, that stream water is at, um, at pH, I think, 7.4. And so, that's not bad as well, but you got with, with, the, uh, with the stream water, that's going to have microbes and stuff in there, some natural stuff, yeah, and that's going to help you out as well, man. There, you know what I'm saying? That's going to help like- you out. There's loads of like algae in that, un- that mm, underwater, mm. you know, like surface and that. Obviously, they need all microbes and that, don't, and that's mm-hmm, what they mm-hmm. eat and stuff to survive. So, yeah, hopefully, that that turns out to be pretty good. But no, if you obviously, if you're uh, so many times, mate, where we've had to mix nukes up and we've got lowered pH too much, where we bang a couple of drops of pH down or something. Yeah, it's just bonked to like three point eight. We're like, oh, you know, what I mean? it's like one drop, and you're like, oh, seven point two. One more drop. <laughs> 7.0, one more drop, uh, 6.8, one more drop, 3.5. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like pH down, we found it's a bit inconsistent as well. Like mm-hmm. some days it'll work minimum. Don't people yeah. use like vinegar in that to pH right. down? Mm-hmm. Like vinegar yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard, I've heard that a few times. I've done that before. I switched to pH down just to see the difference. And the pH yeah. down is so strong. I mean, I bought one one liter of the stuff like five years ago and i still got three quarters of a liter left yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Did, you, 
Did you notice any difference between them two, or did you not really? It was just a more of a personal choice. Um, I really only difference is, like I said, you use a lot less of the pH down stuff, and it's a potassium material, so maybe, maybe that's going to help. I mean, it's yeah. phosphoric acid. I mean, phosphorus, not not potassium. It's a phosphoric acid, so the plant can use that. Yeah. As opposed to the uh, acetic acid, I don't I don't it think did. the plant got much but, out of that. But you know, like we said, man, don't make you you already got shit that works. So make yeah. sure you've got stuff going with the yeah. way that already works. So you don't miss out. And then, yeah, you know, well, add some experimental shit to the side and see what works. Well the good thing about vinegar, you can walk into any market and, mm-hmm. and buy it. Mm-hmm. And nobody will say anything to you ever for buying yeah, as much cost. vinegar as you ever want to use. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you guys ever found that when you add lemon juice as a pH down, that it only lasts in there for so long before it starts to climb. Yes. Or is it, yeah, is that a mm-hmm. fact? Because a guy, a guy popped up the other day just um, saying, just be careful when, you lo- uh, when you're using um, the lemon juice as a pH down because it can actually, it can go out of there almost. So the pH can actually climb, climb again, you know? Yeah, it's, it's kind of a weak, weaker acid, so it doesn't have as much capacity to hold to hold things. Where they're using a, use, well, using citrus and vitamin C and shit like that, will it react with the uh, the chloramine and the, the, the chlorine inside the water to reduce yeah. that as well? And that can make, make a difference with the pH or how it works. Yeah, true, right. true. Because we, we've noticed when we water with cocoa, just using like can it in, in being the, the sea and calamag and all that kind of stuff, after like four or five days, it has climbed. Well, it does climb, doesn't it? Yeah, it does climb. And this yeah. is why I swear, I swear by 5.8, 5. 5.9 for people. Because- Sorry, what's that, bro? You're back too far from the mic there. I can't just hear what you're saying. This is why I've, this is why I swear to people that grow in cocoa that you need to be doing 5.8, 5.9 on your pH because. Mm. I've mm-hmm. done, I've tried like six one before, just thinking, yeah, I'll just do that lazy water. And yes. it's, you know, it's it's kind of bit me in ass because by the time you check your runoff then in a few times or the next time or whatever, it's climbed up to six five and you're like, whoa. So yeah, I just feel like but, that five eight, it just allows that. Well, that's going to be because the medium's dried out a bit as well. Yeah, you know, more salts are being washed out with it. It depends on how much the plants eat and how much food's left in the medium. When you're doing that flush and checking the runoff, it's yeah. uh, it, it's going to depend on how many salts are left in there, depending mm-hmm. on what the pH is as well. So maybe the maybe the medium is fine. It's just because you're washing out so many salts and that's adjusting the pH as it comes out. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. probably so. Because- yeah, different growers, different methods there. I know there are a lot of cocoa growers that'll tell you don't worry about pH output. You put EC output's important, but the mm-hmm. pH output of your cocoa is not as important. Yeah, yeah. If, you measure, if you measure the yeah. EC, you probably see that's yeah. risen a lot as well. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Like we only really check the out of the pH when so if we happen to see an issue. Other yeah, than, right. Like other than that, we know for a fact that. You know, there's not no major salt buildup in there because we always water to dripping, at least dripping. Because I believe, obviously, every time you water it to dripping, all that last shit what we're left over, it's at least it's at least out. getting pushed down to the bottom. Mm-hmm. And then after so long, after so many waters, it's at least you know it's keeping that release of salt what building up in there. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man, I don't know how people can water just a little bit a day, man, like. It's already hard work as it is. And to just, you know, to water just a little bit, like every day, 
it's the, yeah, it's mad. Get one of the auto feeders, man. Fucking comes on fifteen minutes every, and at fifteen minutes every hour. Fucking seven days a week. <laughs> so what's I've got one for you, lads. What do you think about drying outside? Oh fuck that! Yeah, yeah. I mean, they do it in Jamaica. This is why uh, Jamaican weed is brown. It's like they'll chop the plant down and they'll let it dry it outside. Sun-dried cannabis, that shit is. And it's brown. Yeah. Some people prefer that shit. It might work. But for me, I mean, I've never tried it really, so it, I don't really know how it would turn out. But it just seems off to me because you want your plant yeah, to be in the yeah. dark so the, chlor- the uh, chlorophyll breaks down inside the plant, all the green shit. And that will give you a smoother, cleaner smoke at the end of it. So if, you, if it's in light then the plant's going to be producing chlorophyll as it's drying. When you don't want that to happen, you want it all to break down. So no. I prefer to dry in the dark. But if you yeah. have to dry outside, then fucking dry outside, man. Yeah. Do what you've got to do, innit? Well, we normally dry inside, don't we? That's mm-hmm. what we, we, we believe, same sort of thing. Get it inside. You, you can look after it a lot better than you can when it's outside. But but it's risky have- for you guys, isn't it? If, if you're growing indoors, you usually have a carbon filter, which will take the smell out. But if you're oh, drying yeah, all that yeah, weed in, that's yeah. That's what we normally that's what do. We, did, yeah. we normally do. Yeah, yeah. Cool. What if we asked you, what if it were contained, yeah, and there were a little... Heat sauce of some... that was non-electric heat sauce in there. Because obviously the main things really to dry is the darkness mm-hmm. and the little bit of heat. And yeah. obviously the airflow too. So you need a solar fan in there to at least, you know, mm-hmm. get a bit of airflow. But like we did a test um, last year where we uh, we had a little fridge, you know, like not like a mini fridge, but like yeah. um, but like a half size fridge. Mm-hmm. And, oh, uh, like an under the counter fridge, one of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it were unused, and it's well, it's ours, and it you know just been laying around and we decided to put a little candle light in there and obviously we covered it up with a tin and mm. there were a couple of holes in the tin so obviously the tin warms up yeah. and then in return you've got your heat source and that to warm up your environment yeah mm-hmm. and with one candle it will burn in for what well it's six a- days got it here honestly the temperatures were at a steady 20 degrees. Like, it yeah. were a bit warm in there, but there were no other way that we could cool it down that little bit because I like to dry it like 16. Yeah, Whereas yeah. if you had a bigger a bigger place to dry it and you needed as many candles as you need, I reckon it could work as a heat source, you know? Yeah, sounds like it works, man. It's like the theory of it works, man. It's, mm. it's, it's one of them candles got like 120 odd hour like light time. It's pure unscented as well. You don't want no scents in it. That's what we found mm-hmm. out. It sounds a bit mad. It does sound a bit like air. That sounds absolutely bollocks. But, but like the but, concept is there. Yeah. yeah man. And obviously, like for us boys as well, like being able to grow and dry pretty much at the same spot mm-hmm. or slight or move it maybe just a little bit a little bit away from the spot, but dry it. Because it could be in trees, it could be in bushes, like, you know, because it's not needing light. So yeah, yeah. that could be hidden anywhere, but drying it outdoor would, would certainly be less of a risk than having to bring yeah. it all to it, all to a loss. Mm-hmm. We've just got to work, we've just got to work the, obviously the candles, the blow out easy, you know what I mean? But obviously mm-hmm. the time, time that's why spend. you put the tin on it as well. 
Yeah, it's just... So you can get airflow in there, but the candle's not going to go out because it's got a tin on there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just, um, just working out exactly how it's how it's actually possible. It's, it's one of the bigger problems when you do the growing thing is where to dry your shit in it. Yeah, that's it. It's, 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 it's honestly, mate, it, it sounds mad, and a lot of people are probably like, "Hey, that's absolute bollocks. It's not doable." But it dried. It dried. But if you don't do it, I said for a twenty degree dry. Yeah, you know, it would definitely nice because obviously I like to dry a little bit cooler, you know, to mm-hmm, maintain mm-hmm. all this. You the know, terpenes and shit, yeah. yeah, all the terpenes and all that, and um, but yeah, I think it could definitely work for sure. It could definitely work, and it'd be ideal for us. Like, but you know, the drying's such a touchy part. Like, people mm. think all oh, the you know the work's done. Drying's mm-hmm. make or break time. I'm telling yeah, you, so, yeah, for sure, it's an important step of the grow, man. Yeah, man, you know, one hundred percent. So for us, this is why we bring it indoor. But if we know that we can do it outdoor in a certain in a certain size area with a certain amount of airflow and you know like how many candles and that to produce the heat source that mm-hmm. we need i think it can work man for sure for sure we've seen a video of someone it had like a imagine like a an old parachute but it mm. wasn't a parachute it's like a big canopy they tied it up in like a teepee like a, it must have been i don't even know i'm not even gonna say where it was i don't even know but what they've done is they've wrapped it around like a TP type shape and they had like um, a butane heater in. Mm. I think butane's not the one that gives off any odors or gas or all. Mm. Um, I think it's like paraffin and that you don't want to be using and stuff. Yeah. Okay. But you had like a heater um, band in there and it was only like a two second, uh, not two second, two minute clip on like YouTube or something like that, Instagram. And he were doing it outside. That's what gave us idea. We were like, hmm. Yeah, because you can't get a video of. You can get specified greenhouse, um, you know, like heaters as well, mm-hmm. where they're not needed generators. Yeah, yeah. Like, so obviously, you'd think outdoor, you'd think, oh, like heaters, you'd need generators and shit, but there's ways around it. No, yeah, there's ways around it, but when you got a passion, man, you find these ways, you know what I mean? We heard a really good way from um, Dr. Elaine Ingham. She's like yeah. a soil specialist. She, at the back of her greenhouse, she has like a compost pile. And she has yeah. pipes going through the compost pile and the water runs through there because inside the like center of the compost pile, it's super warm. And when yeah. the water passes through, it heats up the water, then goes into the greenhouse, cycles around, and it's always warm water because it's yeah. passing through this. I mean, it, she says it gets to like uh, 70 degrees Fahrenheit, right, Monkey? Can you remember how something high like it got? That. Something like that. I mean, she said mm-hmm. theoretically you could heat the entire house with that heat, but it would take a lot of compost to do it. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. That's but... just like breaking down grass. Like piles of grass will get super fucking hot in the middle. And that's well, the way you could use heat. Yeah, I suppose it's like that horse manure, isn't it? On farmer's fields, it always mm-hmm. steaming in that. It's yeah, just, yeah. What is it? Firm or what is it? Something, Fermentation or something. Like that. That's the, yeah, it's something like that, isn't it? Yeah. But that, no, that video, yeah. I don't, can you mention other YouTube videos? Yeah, yeah, do what you like. Man. Yeah. It's uh, called How to Dry Cannabis Outdoors by a channel called Grow NZ. It's two minutes, 47 long. It's just like a little t- uh, like tarpaulin. Some guys drawing some bud. And I don't, nice. know if it'll, don't know if it worked or anything, but we watched it a while ago. We were just like, I wonder if it is doable. you got to try it out, innit, bro? Yeah, see you, what happens, man. It, it, might totally, it might totally flop and just be a waste of time, but until you <laughs> do it, you're not sure, are you? <laughs> For sure, man. As long as you do it with the spare stuff. Yeah. That's, that's the thing it, yeah. as well. Like this year, we're definitely going to have enough to throw away if it falls off. So mm-hmm. we've we got enough to try, 
you know, try some shit out there, man. And if it works, man, it, you know, it could be a benefit in long run. So, yeah, for sure, we're going to look into it, man. Sweet, man. Well, I mean, we've been here for nearly two hours now. So we're oh. going to start wrapping this show up. But it's been a fucking epic conversation, lads. Enjoyed having you on and chatting, just chatting some shit, you know. About yeah, yeah, bro. Funny if we both all double Yeah, and it was just fucking some northern boys that like talking shit, bro. Yeah. Well, that's what I warned everybody beforehand. It was like, these guys are northern. So, you know, their accents were, would be hard to understand for those guys who are not from the UK. You know, yeah, I, I'm used to it. So, <laughs> even people in UK, man, can't understand us, man. They need fucking translations, innit? I mean, what did he say? What? <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm, I'm good with all the dialects in the UK. I know loads of people with loads of different accents and shit. And even my yeah, accent man. can be dodgy sometimes. I've been told to sound Australian, you know. <laughs> these yeah, motherfuckers man. take the yeah. piss out of me, you bastards. <laughs> I think it's just naturally in the UK. Exactly yeah, that's it. But where can uh where can our listeners go and find your YouTube channel and your Instagram and shit like that? Find out more information about Gorilla Growing, how you do it, how the, can they support you, shit like that, man. Just at North Gorillas on Instagram, man, you'll see us. North Gorillas, obviously not just spelt like a yeah, a not gorilla. A, not a gorilla, not like silverback, no, but, but more like gorilla fighting kind of gorilla. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's G-U-E-R-L-L-S. Yeah, yeah. yeah, man. North Gorillas, man. You'll, yeah, you'll see us there on Instagram. If you search North Gorillas on YouTube as well, you'll find us there. We've got a website coming soon. We've Sweet. got some merch coming as well soon. Nice, man. You should, yeah. you guys should get over purses as well if you need any help or any advice with the growing. If you or, or if yeah. you want to offer advice to anybody who's looking at doing gorilla growing, man, yeah, uh, listen, sure, have they got an Instagram page and that because we'll follow them? But uh, that is us, we, we are Percy's Grow Room as yeah, well as exactly. High and Homegrown, yeah. All oh, right, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, 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 we have uh, we've got the Percy's Grow Room Instagram, we have the High and Homegrown Instagram, we're, we're on all social networks, but we yeah, have our own you. forum, yeah, yeah Matthew runs the High boys, and Homegrown, and I run Percy, so there you go. Killing it. We've seen a few of your videos on the last couple of weeks and that. Oh, uh, on the YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's good, mate. It's good. Uh, some it's of the, some of them videos time. fucking, uh, I mean, that, that Percy's Grow Room channel is on like 600, 700,000 views altogether now. It's like, what? Yeah, sick, and sick. the wife does the voiceovers and she fucking hates it. <laughs> and there's two <laughs> videos that are on half a million views now. And I'm like, you know, half a million people have listened to your voice on their videos by now. It's like, shut up. <laughs> and everybody yeah, wants to know who's that voice yeah. that's it isn't it that's the mystery that's the mm -hmm. mystery we've got another good. video coming up in the next few days man about making lactobacillus which is a interesting one for organic growers or even cocoa growers it might be useful to you guys as well yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It, really it, easy to do supposed to raise on. the immune immunity of your plants to bugs and disease if you mm -hmm. spray it on them yeah, yeah I think that might be a good uh, tip for that guy who asked about pests and that as well. Yeah. yeah, man. And all you need is some rice and some milk and some time. Yeah. That's all you need. Easy to make, uh, man. Yeah, but listen, no, but honestly, anyone who wants to give advice, mate, throw it over to my work because we're always happy to learn new things and try different things as well. So, yeah, or anybody yeah. needing advice as well, on flip side, feel free to give us a shout, man. That's like, right, man. We all learn off each other, innit? That's it. It's a community. Gosh, man, I, spend, I spend my days messaging people back home and helping people. It's <laughs> what we're here for, really. It gives you a purpose to be here, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. It's community, man. Community. Yeah, of course it is, bro. Like, it's like yourselves, you know? Like, you're building up this community, guys, and we appreciate you asking us to come on, man. It's been a good chat. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate you being on the show. Enjoyed we, it. We, we love chatting shit to people, man. It's always good. Yeah, mm -hmm. finally got it done. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just in time for gorilla season as well. I can get this out in the next couple of weeks and people will be able to make use of it. And go yeah, find man. Get out the YouTube if you're needing help because like that's where the that latest video, it's 18 minutes long, but it's packed with knowledge for any like new grower, you know, somebody who's nice. not got a clue. So jump on there and give it a watch, man. And you know, I mean, you might and subscribe stuff. and like. Subscribe to the thing. That's it. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Billy Bond Ooh. says cheers, chankers, because that's how Billy Bond speaks. He's in the chat. Yeah, there. <laughs> yeah respect, bro. Cheers yeah, for tuning, tuning in. Man. in. Tuning in. Yeah. It's, it's something different for us. We don't normally do this sort of thing, so it's, we're quite new to it all. So we appreciate it. Sweet, man. Yeah, yeah it's definitely. been fucking sweet. It's been a pleasure, lads. Thanks for coming again, man. We'll, we'll, we'll I'll let you know when this is going out. It'll be in a couple of weeks. I'll get it edited and sent out to everybody. Uh, yeah, and yeah. I'll, I'll drop the link to you when it goes up live on the on all the podcast networks and shit. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Appreciate it, mate. Appreciate it. Keep it going as well. Yeah, man. You too. You too. Yeah. Appreciate it. See you later. Yeah, man. Have a good night, lads. Yeah. Yeah, come to presses. See you later, man. Later, guys. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye -bye. (laughs) It's where we do our waving. Bye bye. Bye bye. Back and forth. (laughs) Here we go. North Gorillas. Yeah, man. Cool guys. Yeah. This is a good conversation. So there we go, everybody. That's all about gorilla growing. If you're going to go out this year and start your own gorilla grow, make sure you head over to Percy's. You can start a diary to keep us all informed and take us through the process with you so we can see what's going on. We always do like to see an outdoor grow. So if that's something you're going to do this year, then let us know, man. It would be good to be involved in that grow too. But also, if you are going out to do gorilla growing, good luck. We hope that you find a nice spot that the spot doesn't get discovered that there are a few bugs and animals that are going to come along and mess with your crop you know best of luck to you we hope that you get to the harvest and get a decent amount of weed at the end of it so yes cool interview i hope you enjoyed it again it's uh on friday we're not going to have grow guides this week because we had a week off for the live show so on friday we're going to have another interview so stay tuned for the interview that's coming on friday hope you enjoy the interview week hope you enjoy the interviews we're putting out so far and if you have any suggestions for people you would like us to get on the show for guests too, then email us at highandhomegrown at gmail.com or visit us over on Percy's Grow Room. Drop us a message. Let us know who you would like to get on the show. Of course, you can always message people and say, have you heard of these guys, High and Homegrown? They would love to have you on the show. Go and check them out. And people can come to us and ask us too. But anyway, thanks as always for downloading the show. Thanks for listening. And thanks for sharing with your friends if that's something that you do. Uh, We'll catch you on Friday for the next interview. Have a good week, everybody. Goodbye.